1: With over 21 class-leading brands, Wakeling Automotive is home to your next new car. Call Maddie anytime. one one 1170 or text 0457-736-736. Welcome to Morning Glory with Maddie Johns.
2: Yes, welcome to Morning Glory, everyone. Big show today, all about the finals. Uh, sound advice, we've got uh, Jets, debut album Get Born. Movie of the Week, uh, Caddyshack, uh, Webster, Slice of Denon, City Morning Herald's Andrew Webster. Um, webby, clowns, drifters—any uh, news this week? <laughs> oh,
3: barbers, barbers. Yes, I've had a, I've had a fight with my barber. Yes, mm. not an actual fight. No, mm. I didn't oh. get. Look, I didn't get a dislocate little finger like I did when the drifter yeah. decided to kick take out of you. time. What's no, this? I got and got a haircut. Like I said, mate, half all over it should take you two minutes. Yeah, and he goes, he goes, you're bald. He said, baldness suits you. I said, oh, why is that? And he goes? He says, because it suits your big, fat, round head.
2: Wow. Wow. Barber, we said this before. Barbers are getting ahead of themselves. They're getting lippy, are they? used mate? to be those. <laughs> you know, shame yeah. my head, mate. They used to be those cheery Italian guys. <laughs> now they're like these hipsters. They New are. Town. And they're, they're everywhere. They are. Hey, Maestro. How you doing,
4: man? I'm very good and... Friends with a lot of hipster barbers, so okay. uh, I'll pass that on. Well, would Damn they say that?
3: Would they say that about your head?
4: Would <laughs> uh, they say that about your head? No,
2: they no. wouldn't. <laughs> Old pinhead there. And
3: I'll go far, so far to say, my <laughs> head is better than your head. <laughs> 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 Hang on. Oh, there's there's time time. Time. <laughs> <laughs> my
2: big head. <laughs> there's a little bit too much head in the
5: studio. Um, <laughs> the Prince of Penn
2: and Hills. <laughs> How you going, Ben?
4: I'm okay. A little sad today, Matthew. A little sad. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a monarchist.
2: Oh, yes. Don't get ahead. We'll, I will we'll get, get ahead. to that. Hey, <laughs> we'll talk no about head. it.
4: It's a promo. There you yes, go. Promo. Is.
2: And bloke in the bar, Denon
0: Camp. How hey, you going, Boot. Going good, man? I'm going fantastic. Finals footy. It's here. Life is good.
2: Boys, we wait to the news that Queen Elizabeth II, uh, sadly passed, age 96, a woman who endured world wars, plenty of tragedies, but I think everyone agreed it was always just a class act personified the old British spirit of stiff upper lip.
3: Absolutely. I think there was um, – I saw on the news last week. She was attending an, an event just last week. Mm. So she's had uh, health and mobility issues for a while. But I, after seeing her out and about last week, I thought, you know, she's she's okay. But So it's mm. tragic news and it's going to dominate mm. – the headlines for the next uh, week or so, and they 've already canceled sport across the uk which is which wow. is not which is not unprecedented because I did the same thing with Princess Diana um, and I think there was actually contingency plans of what would happen during the Rugby League World Cup if she passed away um, so' uh, it 's uh, it's not unheard of, but it just shows you the gravity of the of the story definitely
0: it 's mm. uh, really interesting because she she reigned for the second longest of any monarch so 70 years the most of any british monarch what's what's interesting about uh the queen is that she kind of transcends generations as well and i think she actually speaks to even the really young generation now because all the content that was created with like the netflix shows documentaries are very accessible these days Mm -hmm. and for me personally like i know they're not one-to-one accurate but a lot of the information i got is from like movies documentaries tv shows and I've just got nothing but ad- admiration for a, uh, a woman like that. What she, what she went through oh, at yeah. such a young age, it, it blows my mind. And she, the fact that she kept her integrity and decorum for 70 years, like no. it never slipped, never oh, slipped. No. Incredible. Just classic.
2: And I think there's a lot to be said in this modern world where people are snowflakes, mm. you know. That, you know it, it, here's a woman just so tough.
3: She just got on with it. Street fighter. Yeah, she was. Yeah. yeah. I reckon The Crown on Netflix, that no, I think it did her the world of good. Yeah, yeah I, I love that I show. reckon it just showed you how stoic and yep. she's been. The movie, I'm trying to think of the movie. Well, I think the movie's called The Queen. Queen. Where, with, where, yeah, yeah. Aram, Aram, yeah. Yes, yes, I about thought, what happened during, um, yeah. during uh, Princess Diana's I thought death. that was
2: a very good depiction of her as well, you know. Mm. Things that, you know, during that time, things that were placed on her that were unfair. And the other thing unfair, the last 12 months, what she's had to put up with as well, but once again... Just marched through it, Ben. You're
4: a monarchist. Yeah, I just think she represented a standard that is no longer in our society.
2: Yes, a Ooh.
4: standard of respect, a standard of class that really just has evaporated. But she was always the one. She was sort of like the grandmother to us all in yeah. a way.
2: Yes. Yeah. There you go. That's how monarchist I am.
4: I'm not that you keen. Are. I'm are not that okay? keen on the future though. I'm I'm concerned with the future. Why? Yeah, King well, Charles. Well, yeah. it was a
2: big day in our house because we actually got a King Charles Cavalier. Let's so, so.
4: let's just <laughs> let's. <The third. laughs> and is King Charles III, Let me tell you, the first two King Charleses were not so good. Madman, English Civil War kind of kind of dudes. Dude. <laughs> so yeah, and that's what we know. let's Civil War. Uh, Protestants and uh, Catholics warring with each other. So let's hope. Uh, King Charles III is better.
2: As I said, it's going to be a big show today. (laughs) (laughs) Righto, with finals, it's been a big week. We're going to talk finals in the next break, but uh, first of all, it's time for Webster.
6: Webster.
3: So notice we're we're back Eight. to cutting the uh, yeah. the pri- the uh, stinger. Vice Australia, oh, he, li- he likes to fade. Mm, yeah, he likes <laughs> to fade. You go and. You go away for a month. Webby, uh, it's. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's been a. You don't do it to Joey's, do you, I notice? Yeah. They uh, cut him, don't fade him what, down. What, All slice of uh, down. What about our.
2: Uh, what, what, what about you do our. our Webster what about to our. Topping on the fat. Our little. Joey. Yeah, good. Our little. Yeah, good. Our little. What about our little right wing mate? I wonder what <laughs> he's doing this morning. Hey last week we nearly had a stick. It nearly got physical because I said. I made the point, I said, oh, about Munster going to the Dolphins. And he goes, it won't make any difference. He goes, if he goes to the Dolphins, they won't make the f- finals. I said, sorry, you, you're telling me the Bromwiches, Kafusi, et cetera, et cetera, you know, Edrick and all and you put Munster in that team? He goes, no way. They won't make the finals. He goes, I'll bet you 100 bucks." I said, mate, I'll bet you two grand." And he goes, it's on. He said, there's no way. How will they not play finals?
3: If Munster goes there next year,
2: if he walks into the side in two years' time, he goes, mate, it won't make any difference. I said, um, thinking you're wrong, maybe go back and coach your Newcastle hard see how they That's fantastic. Yeah, that's, here we go. <laughs> okay. Yeah, anyway, sorry. Anyway. Who can we put the boot I'm in so sorry. now? Yeah, good.
3: Manly. <laughs> Big, yes. There was a crisis meeting yesterday. I love crisis meetings. There's a crisis meeting between Des, particularly when Des is involved. Des Hasler, George Mimus, he's manager. Tony Mestrov, the new CEO of the Manly Seals. And Scott Penn, chairman and owner. To sort out this apparent mess that isn't a mess if you talk to anyone. (laughs) They say there's no drama there at all. But then you talk to everyone individually, privately. There seems like there's a hell of a lot going on. At Brookvale, they've resolved that Des will be the coach next year, which is a bizarre announcement because he's contracted there anyway. Yeah. <laughs> In typical manly slash rugby league style, and they highlighted this on NRL 360 last night, There's so there's some saying that he will be there next year and has an extension for 24. Um, the others are saying that he's just definitely going to be there for 23 and there's no decision on what happens the year thereafter. Um, so I think it's, qu- it's quite... Quite on the, uh, on the open front there at Manly at the moment. But it's an interesting point in the club's history.
2: It, the very interesting point, Webby, because, you know, Manly have always operated. Um, they've all, how could I say? There's always been a sort of calm when they've been under strong leadership when Ken Arthurson was there and then when you had Bozo, uh, Bob there. Mm. And the sad passing of Bob has left, to a degree, a power vacuum of which it seems like there's all different parties fighting to fill it.
3: So the Fulton family are very, very unhappy at the suggestion that they're pulling the strings there at Manly. Um, there's certainly people that believe that they should be the power base of that club. Um, it's been an argument that the Fultons have been dragged into it because mm. uh, Penn and Mestrov aren't happy with Des Hasler. Um, I think... We know we talked about it on the show last week. If it's not Des, then who? Yeah, exactly. And if they want to make him change, that's going to be tricky as well because they tried that at the Bulldogs. It went pear-shaped. Ended up sacking him, and he ended up getting a seven-figure payout from them in the uh, in the Supreme Court. So mm. it's a it's a bit of a, a. I think they're in a holding pattern now. Apparently, Des was very somber at the uh, presentation night on. On Monday night, but he was there doing player reviews with all mm. the players on the Monday. I, I think there is a section of the playing group that aren't happy with him. Right. I think there's a section of the playing group that uh, aren't particularly uh, friendly with Dally Cherry Evans. Mm. But they're football clubs, and um, you all got to get on. Just uh, <clears throat> at some stage,
2: Kenty Paul Kemp Kent was talking to Brett Fulton yesterday, mm. and Brett absolutely assured him he said there is no we have no problem with Dez. and he but well, the belief is that. As you said, it's a power play to try to move the status quo mm. where the power is. Uh, talking to people on the northern beaches, running into people, I know where they sit. They're one hundred percent behind Des.
3: I I 100%. agree.
0: Look again, if not 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 Des, then who? Mm. Well, I wonder, do they open themselves up to losing Desi if they don't give him an extra year, two thousand twenty-four? I know it seems like the the worst possible outcome, but let's say he comes out next year and does exactly what he can do with Tom Dravojevic there, top four finish prelim. Yeah. He could be going – in. they could basically be in the top four, middle of the year, him off contract next season. And so, yeah. like, they may have opened themselves up to a tug of war for Desi because as we've seen over the last, what, two or three years now, coaches are seriously oh, – we don't have 16 NRL coaches. Yep. Like, N- we, I mean, we do, no, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, the You're then
2: right. I'll, t- I'll tell you now, mate, that it takes – a manly person to coach Manly. It's been proven over and over again. Mm. Just the political nature of the club, the way it operates, it like as soon as you know Trent Barrett went in there, mm. I just went it's you're not going to work. You got in it, alive
3: by the politics. There is
2: no way in the world it's going to work and uh, Graeme Lowe had a sort of moderate success, but he left when it's always been a manly person. Des had success, Bob Fulton had enormous success.
3: It's just it's just the way it is. And so if not Des then who? Exactly, but I think it's also very it's important because Dez is a control freak, and whenever wherever Des is coached, and it was the same at Manly that forced him out the the first time, is that you need some strong leadership in the front office controlling him because he'll just go, you know, he's he just thinks he is right with everything, mm. and his record in some ways suggests that he that he that he can,
6: yeah, you know, That's I think we I were, were talking about yeah.
3: before we come on there like within mm. five five grand finals in 15 years. Yeah. One premierships at, at you no know, two two with Manly before he left. Um so Tony Mestrov's come in there as the CEO. One of I think they've gone through 13 CEOs in, in 20 years Manly. Oh wow. Um uh, he's come in there with off the backing of Scott Penn to sort out the politics. I think it needs Scott Penn as the chairman to take control mm. and 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 run his club. He lives in New York. He runs it via remote control. Um. So, because these problems just keep going on and on and on. There's already talk that there's, and he confirmed it, that that there's been another consortium have made a bid to buy out yeah. buy him out. Yep. Um. I know Affinity Jewelers. They had had a crack a couple of Sam. years ago with yes. Sam Sam Rami. Um. And uh, I think the Philadelphia Eagles, some connections there, were behind that bid. Wow. I think if you're going to own a football club, and I know they've had success there, but if you get, you need to be,
2: you've got to be, there you've got to
3: be all in, all, present, you've got yeah, to be all in, right. and you have to be there, and you have to be like, um, like a Russell, or you have to be like yep. the Frizzells or you yes. need to be like, I know, I know he doesn't own them, but you need to be like Politis, you need to be all in. Yeah.
0: Do you think that, you know, as you said, was it 18 CEOs and how long?
3: No, I think it's 13 and 20 years.
0: 13 and 20 years since, hmm. since
3: the Northern Eagles dissolved.
0: Well, I just. I wonder whether, if you look at the admin's record and you look at Desi's record, who's doing their job better?
2: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, exactly. Yes, good yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. Mate, the winning starts Thanks. in the front yeah, office. That's, that's, that's but, that's but,
0: great, well,
3: I mean, mate, you make a very salient point. Then.
2: And Tony Mestros go on there. No, I like Messi, but Desi's walked into a uh, bun fight <laughs> oh, oh, there. I mean, <laughs> and the thing about it is, it's. Um, Mate, see, so greyhounds bite each other. You know, they don't, they don't bite you. Greyhounds don't talk back when no, I tell you what, it's
3: funny, though. Like, I remember there's a guy called Peter Grimshaw who used to work for Barry O'Farrell when he was Premier. And I remember Peter Grimshaw, and then he went and worked for the NRL, and he used to say, you know what? Macquarie Street's got nothing on rugby league when it comes to politics. Yeah, and, no. and, I, and, I and, and Manly is, is mm. the embodiment of that.
2: Jeez, you're being quite um, prince. You're just sitting there like it you're a I I
4: a, I don't like to talk about my it's a, beloved it's a, Manly it's a ba- Seagulls. It
2: started as a bad day
4: for you because you're Yeah, still... the the Queen's gone and Manly yeah, Seagull Manly Seagulls are gone. Yeah, but you know what? In Des we trust as Manly fans. Right, yeah. In Des we trust. And as you said, who replaces Des? That's
2: right. Like the
4: I, the mm. other the other, you know, seven clubs in that bottom eight that stink mm. that are all looking for a coach. You know, let's, let's face it. There's not that many good coaches around. And who do you put in the Manly team if it's not going to be Dez?
3: Well, I think Spot there on. was there was a short list or there was a list that the uh, the News Corp wrote, wrote this. Yeah. Yeah. The Billy Slater and Freddie were on it. Can you imagine, like... Freddie? No. What, oh, you... <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine Billy Slater coaching Manly? No. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's. Uh, they they, get why are they even? Throw, why are they even discussing this? I think
2: there was someone at the club that they. I think the question was put to someone at Manly. Well, if not. Des than who? As they went. They pulled the old T- well. <laughs> Billy Slater. <laughs> you know, and they just
4: threw down a list. Was Tooves on that list? <laughs>
3: Maybe. What about but you know, T- made a grand
4: final? You know what? You know you what? Know. If it's not going to be Des, I love. But, I love Tooves.
2: But do you know what? Here, here's yes. the insanity around it. Tooves was having success, making grand finals. Yeah. Yes. And suddenly, yes. And, and at the time they thought, oh, you know, he's underachieving. They get rid of him and bring Trent in, and it just turns into they a knif- disaster.
0: They
4: knifed Tooves, and it went downhill. There you go. Yeah. I always well, saw Toofs as a,
0: a good, solid coach. Like, I had never looked yeah. at him as a bloke. Oh, I don't know if he's caught it, what it takes. I was surprised when that all went down, like like crazy surprised. Yeah. I, think, I think they try to play. So
3: there's a theory that Manly are trying to play chicken. Michael Chambers said it on the footy show, and I think it's, it's right, where they're trying to push, play chicken with him and get, get him to walk. Away, because it's so quite quite unstable. No, you know, and as, 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 well, as I wrote, as I wrote on Tuesday, this is the man who recently, before a function, did laps of the building, waiting for the free parking to kick in on the street, <laughs> yeah. before parking and getting to the function about forty minutes late. I oh, just oh, yeah. and and he's also managed by George Mimas, who is one of the most shrewdest player managers in the in the business. They're not walking unless they get a nice old yeah, payout. It
4: was watch. It was twenty. It was twenty-five <laughs> weeks ago when a lot of experts in this game were saying Manly are going to be definitely in the top four, yeah. if not in the grand final yeah, at the end of the year. Not
2: this expert, not that expert, yeah, but yeah.
4: there were there was plenty of people talking up Manly. Of course, as Manly fans, we were saying that's all rubbish. It we were right, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. twenty-five weeks. I tell you what, if Tommy doesn't get injured and a few other things go Manly's way, they're in the eight. Are we talking? And about we're not even talking. But,
3: this. but how? But they're trying to say that the the Rainbow Jumper wasn't a factor. Well surely surely it was. The, yeah, that, one
2: yeah, that's right. It
3: is it was 25 weeks was, it a, today? was it what do we call it? <laughs> what do we call it? We call it a, a, a pride jumper Pride an inclusive yeah. jumper. Yes. A rainbow jumper? Yes, yes, yes.
2: You'd be right. It's where it. uh Things started to go downhill, and they went downhill rather fast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break. Look, we're going to cheer things up a little bit. Just have a look. After the break, we're going to talk about Perinath Parrot tonight. And look, we won't let you down. We'll try to put the boot into someone. <laughs> yeah, welcome back to the show a little bit later. We've got Movie of the Week with Liam Alexander. Caddyshack, Shack, uh, the classic. And uh, let the cat out the bag. Uh Our man, the Prince of Panhandle Hills, is not a fan. Anyway, we'll uh, have that fight a little bit later. But it's brought to you by Mate Internet and Mobile. 5G mobile plans in every territory or state. Why wait? Mate, the switch to Mate. My eyes are really bad. I'm just trying to read that. I should have listened to Dad when I was 16. Anyway, nonetheless. (laughs) uh, uh, 16? (laughs) Oh, dear. Um, John's on Friday. uh, Talked about that. Uh, Now, I've written about tonight's uh, final season, kicking off tonight, week one. Penrith versus Parramatta. Boys, they're coming from opposite ends. Parramatta, battle hardened, plenty of momentum. Penrith, fit, fresh, ready to go. What do you think?
0: I mean, which which is the better? It's it's interesting because when Cleary got suspended, I was really concerned about being rusty. But as we come closer and we come closer and I start thinking back to Nathan Cleary, everything that he's done, how consistent he's been over so many years, I start to wonder, is it going to be the best thing for him, that rest? Denon, you know, you know the
2: crucial thing in all of this is that it was suspension and not injury. Because mm. if you're mm. injured... You're sitting on your backside, or you're not being able to train and go through, you know, all the contact, you know, all the contact. Yeah. Where he's basically been able to, well, not put his feet up, but he's been he'd be trained his backside. Well, off. Danica
0: Mason said uh, on Nine yesterday that basically he's been going around cutting up clips for the players, like of opposition and stuff, mm. video and going through it with them like an assistant coach. What a Jeez. pro. So Isaiah, said I think I said on the show uh, last week.
3: He might be next Manly coach.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he could probably do it in
3: his lunch break. Yeah, I reckon really he could. Um, I, I said on the show last week, I, I saw Nathan at Channel 9 there a week or so ago, and he was, he was was the way he was talking, he wasn't, didn't, wasn't happy about the suspension, but if it was ever going to happen post-origin, it's just freshening him up. I reckon I'd love to see Parramatta... Make the grand final. I really do. I think it'd be a great story for the game. Mm. Um, but I reckon Penrith will win and win well tonight. Yeah, I, I do really to. do. I think, they're just, I think they're just timing their it, run to perfection. Isn't it one of those things back.
2: you talk about sometimes? We might be talking about in three weeks' time going, God, who would have thought that game with Melbourne dropped to push them down to fifth, end up being like almost disadvantaged to Parramatta? Because yeah. when you run into Penrith first week at Penrith mm. – yeah, you know, and then you know, if, if you get knocked over, then you go back. You might have to run into Melbourne again. That's a, you know, that that's that's a tough start to your finals. Yeah.
0: Oh, I guess the I guess the glass half full view is though, if you could knock Penrith to that other side, and somehow Raiders bounce Melbourne out, all of oh, yeah. a sudden you're sitting on a side where you could potentially meet. I mean, I would love a Penrith Parramatta grand final because of the West. But just with quickly with Penrith, mm. what's really interesting about them is if you actually go back two years, they were actually playing a very different style of footy. They'd come out the first 20. Ivan Cleary actually talked about it, how they always won the first 20. Anyway, they lost that grand final, and they changed the way they played up and relied more on defence. Mm. And so I wonder whether this rest for Cleary, we, we know they've got the defence. We know that. I wonder if this rest can bring out that attack that they had two years ago because if they can put those two things together, they will be unbeatable. In, in these conditions
2: tonight, Denon... It, Kicking is going to decide it. Mm, mm. And for, for Parramatta, they've got to be able to do the job that Queensland did on Nathan. They, they've yeah. got, to, they got to really test the referee. They've got to lay on half a second longer. They've got to be able to pressure him. because if They've if, got to cheat. If, if, cheat. They, is that what you're saying? They've got to cheat because oh, t- if good. he has time, he will kick them to death. Tonight.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it, actually, if you go back to the grand final of the Storm, one of the key indicators was Cleary, and they were just every single time they were shooting up on him. Uh, What I did find interesting, though, in this Origin series is that, so game one, Queensland did that really well with Cleary, but then Cleary introduced some uh, tactics, and I think it was Jackie, I don't know who it was, but the try where he kicked a a grubber after they tried to shoot out, and then he stepped back on the inside, took a step away from the shooting in defence and got that grubber. So I, I think that, I actually think if New South Wales played Queensland again in that fourth game, it would flip again because mm. Cleary would find react. some tactics and react, mm. and I think he may be prepared you, for it. A fourth you,
3: Origin,
2: that would be that would be something. They should, you, you know, missed like opportunity. We should have had a fourth Origin this year. We should have had it in, in the UK before the World Cup to pick our Australians. Yes. Sport. Anyway, it's just what I think. You know what?
3: Five Origins. You're not nine. <laughs> just a <Nine>.
2: season. Um, <laughs> do you know, boys, um, Nathan Cleary. You know when he's on. You watch. You watch tonight, right? Telling he'll run the ball early. When he when he's really on, when he when when he's got his head on, going to play, his running game is the future. I I reckon my tip to someone the other day, I said, mate, I'd back him first, second, or third try scorer. I, I said I almost guarantee it. Mm. You watch him go. Yeah. Uh, the battle through the middle. Yeah. It's going to be a beauty. Ding dong battle. RCG. Regan Campbell Gillard oh. up against his old Penrith pals. There's, look. Is, they there, deny bad blood? is, is there, there bad blood? Is there bad blood? Let's just pretend there is. <laughs> okay.
3: you're looking yeah. – I think there
2: is. I think there 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 has been a lot go on.
3: I think there has too, Mm. Um, and I also think the way that he has bounced back after the disappointment of not getting picked in Origin, particularly Mm. Origin three, I think that's. I think he's been almost the form middle of the comp. Would be fair to say he's been. yeah. Yeah, been really really strong. So, but. They're not, they're not bad in the middle themselves, Penrith. So, yeah. that, but that's where it's won and loss, isn't it?
0: Yeah. The, the interesting thing about Parry Eels is that I honestly think out of all the teams in the comp, they're one of the only ones where the front row is more an indication of whether they're on. So other teams, it's if Cleary's on and Lewis on, they're on. I actually think if you watch uh, RCG and Bolo in the first 20 minutes and they're on... The Eagles are on, whereas a lot of other teams, it's usually their halves, and that's how important Jeez. it is for Polo he, and RCG to. You dominate. know, how I
3: reckon you can tell when Junior is passing the offloading at the right time. Yeah, yeah. Instead of pushing silly offloads, yeah, yeah, they, yes. they turn over the yeah. ball because that's what he does for New South gets Wales. His, yes, he gets a he gets he gets a. He, that's when he's it, it seems like yeah, yeah. yeah but yep. when well, I reckon when he and he did that last week, um, I reckon I was, that's when he said he's at his, at
2: his best. Ma- match came on our Sunday night show. I was actually sitting through the game, watching the Tigers game with Madge, which was an interesting experience. Mm. He was just sort of staring at the screen blankly, and I was just staring at him blankly <laughs> with a smile. <laughs> of um, like I asked him about. It like uh, yeah, does. I was talking to him James Fisher Harris, and we're talking about the the Kiwi side. And I said to him, "I said, mate, I reckon you'll win this World Cup. Just look at their all of those New Zealand players all play the same style of football." See, and he said, he, he, he said to me, he just just announced. He said James Fisher Harris. He said is a machine. Yeah. He said, yeah, that's, you know, that, from, that's there for hi, like, him and Moses Leota. Like, that's It's actually,
0: mind. it's something that I think Cleary missed a lot in uh, Origin. He missed the the pace at which Fisher-Harris plays at. And the the, the, uh, the Penrith Panthers rely heavily on Leota and Fisher-Harris. And also, Fisher-Harris and Isaiah actually have quite good ball playing together. Mm. And I think that Cleary actually missed it quite a bit in yeah. uh, Origin.
2: Jeez, uh, the Battle of the Edges too. Uh, yeah, Sean Lane's in career best form. So good. But, mate, Kikau kick out. Out. Oh, and... Mate. Mate. Uh, uh,
3: are you guys of oh. the opinion that this is Penrith's premiership to lose?
0: Yes. I, definitely. I, I, yeah, that far I'm ahead not, of the rest? You know what's crazy about Penny Panthers as well? I was on the way in here and I was like, hang on a sec. They're on the path to go back to back and we're not even talking about it. No, I know. When the Roosters were on their path to go back to back, it's all we could talk about. Because to it back it hadn't happened for so long. Mm. And this time, it, we're not talking about Penrith's fatigue. We're not talking about it, it's hard to back after winning a premiership. We're just looking at them like most people have them as favourites. I think yeah. it's pretty incredible what they're doing. What is doing. I,
2: A couple of weeks ago, they were about two dollars thirty. I thought that was way overs. When when Nathan Cleary was injured, no, no sorry, suspended, people said, "Oh well, that's a big blow." I'm, I'm with you, big. I thought I said to myself, "He's going to be rested. He's going to r- wrapped in cotton wool. He'll train, train his ass off." And I actually liked them more mm. after he was forced onto the uh, onto the sideline. The Spines tonight: Edwards, Luai, Corrissal, Cleary, and Yo. Gutho, Moses, Reed, Marnie, and Dylan Brown. Be, it's pretty good.
3: Fair game. Man. Oh man! Yeah.
0: And just that fullback. I I will say one big big up that the Penrith have over our uh, Eels is, is a thirteen position. You know, yep. Yep. I just don't think the 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 Para have the same oomph as a thirteen as yep. the the Penrith Panthers do. Isaiah, yeah, seriously. Like... See the thing
2: about it is, that's like if Fisher, Harris, right, and Moses, Leota, and you've got kick out. Um, Talking about, we haven't even spoken about Martin. Man, He's uh, like, is like, built like a brick shit house. Anyway, nonetheless, uh, but if they're stri- if they're not quite you know, winning that yardage battle, which most times they do, but then you've got Yo having the creativity. You know, mm. th- there's plenty of ways they can beat you. Who wins tonight, boys? Are We all, I'm in with Penrith.
3: Penrith by twelve.
2: Penrith. 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 Yep. Penrith. Maestro.
4: Eels. Oh, 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 that's why you're the mustro. <laughs> if, if, if Eels win, I don't think it's an upset at all. Mm. Yeah, what? Right. I don't think it's an upset if Eels win. Well, you're an idiot. It we'll take yeah, a break. Yeah, good, <laughs> yeah. How's okay. Manly we going? Told we, the, hey, <laughs> hey.
2: we told you we put the boot into someone. <laughs> um, we'll take a break after the break. Sp- spray <gasps> of the day. Yes, and... Uh, we, it's time for Spray of the Day, people, brought to you by Hunter Industries, built on innovation, residential and commercial irrigation. Gentlemen, just go with me here. Um, so here's the thing, right, in life. I, I, I don't care what you do. It's none of my business. As long as you're a decent person, you don't crap on people. Just, you know, you're in my gang, no problem. But a couple of days ago, a woman in the U.S. has come out and said she now identifies as a British Columbian wolf. Um <laughs> I'll repeat that. Oh. Not just not just a wolf, a British <laughs> Columbian wolf. Well, that's
3: the best type of wolf to be. Yes, I mean Tom. What? What?
2: It's it's very it's very strange. What she said that? that she never quite felt like that she was human, and now she realizes it's because she's a wolf.
3: Was it the full moon when she started just? I don't
2: Eating know. Eating people? I, I, was, that I the, don't, was that the I, giveaway? I, I don't know, and I don't know where we're going to take this.
3: <laughs> I'm just... If she has children, will they when they grow up? Are they teen wolves? It, uh, well, oh, they
4: could be. Know?
2: Yes,
3: so wolf Jacob? cubs. Yeah.
4: Is it? Is there any need for her to tell the world this? That she's Can't a... she just be a BC wolf? You but like, yeah.
0: what I want to know is quietly if she if she's a wolf, why yep. doesn't she live in the forest or the bushes or could whatever? Good call.
4: <laughs> Good call. call. <laughs> Why is she going on social media? She yeah, shouldn't be using phones. Pause. How do you
0: How do you text with paws? Yeah, that's true. Do wolves have thumbs? <laughs> um, uh, no. No, they don't. I think that's maybe, what she <laughs> Maybe she was watching
3: Pulp Fiction and she saw Harvey Keitel's character, Mr. Wolf, oh, and she said, hmm. I want to be that guy, but <gasps> a bit of, bit of I, British Columbian one. literally
0: makes more sense. I, lo- I love that character. Oh, so I love her. Harvey Keitel. Under,
3: is... I, I got a mate of mine who's a bit of a Mr. Fix that I call him. Bears' Bodies The Wolf, yeah. the wolf. Anyway I, He's in my phone As the Wolf And I had my mum In the car once And the and the phone rang And it came up The Wolf And my mum went Who's that <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Andrew mum, mum. <laughs> Are they special friends <laughs> ben, ben If you're an animal
2: Mate Because you are an animal oh, yeah. Party animal Who would you identify with oh,
4: a, bear, a bear probably A bear Oh, bear. Right. right. Hey, 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 hey. hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Webby. Webby, down. pipe down, mate. There's pipe a down. Bear, bear. <laughs> <laughs> down.
3: You're more a polar bear. <laughs> uh.
4: <laughs> what about <are> you, Maestro? Cub. I'll tell you a llama.
3: I reckon a
2: llama.
0: I was going to go a sloth, the way I'm feeling this morning. <laughs> but, what is
5: know. it?
2: How are you going? You've been on the drink. No, actually.
0: I was for the Matildas earlier in the week. Maybe I'd be...
2: Maybe it'd be a, a roo, a kangaroo. Kangaroo. Feeling mm-hmm. patriotic. Beek, what about you, mate? You just said it? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah gotcha. <laughs> Old dirty bird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Righto,
3: Webby, what about you, mate? What, what? My spray, yeah, no, you no, what do you identify animal. as? Dugong, <laughs> <laughs> that's what Rabs calls Gus, the human dugong. Does he? Yeah, it's not very common. He has it. got that sort of look the
2: old chin melting into the chest, <laughs> sort of thing. <laughs> Just put another boot into someone there. That's all right, Gus isn't a hater. Uh, what we'll do, we'll take a break and uh. Oh. Oh, shit. Right <laughs> up. Okay, yeah. sorry. Hunter Industries, building innovation, <laughs> residential and commercial irrigation. Visit hunterindustriespeople.com.au. Yes, welcome back. A little later in the show, Jack Johns. Well, he's out of his ivory tower. He's actually going to join us. He's been uh, away oh, the last three weeks. Thank you. He's going to do the debut album from Jet, Get Born. Great album. It's uh, spawned a lot of hits. Uh, Are You Going to Be My Girl? Most movies for a while that you watched, it was the soundtrack.
4: (laughs) Or Toyota ads.
2: Yeah, yes. What what (laughs) happened to Chet? Interesting. Uh, Is it interesting? No, no. They They, um, they stopped making music. Their second – they had the second album. I I reckon it knocked their confidence around a little bit. Their second album, in my opinion, was far superior to Get Born. It was Shine On. And uh, it just never did what the first one did. Then the third one –
3: what, ha- what happens when a band loses form, loses, loses confidence? They, that, bro- do, they, do they have, break up. Do they have a crisis <laughs> meeting? Yeah. They have break up and the league singer goes,
2: any- lives in Lake Como, <laughs> which it's where he lives. Not a bad place to live. Uh, boys, NFL, America's game, which, I mean, sports-wise, the world's shrinking because the interest around the NFL in Australia is huge. Ben, week one, uh, who are the big matchups? Week
4: one, the games that I, I'm interested in, obviously the first game, Rams-Bills. This is this is being touted, obviously off the back of last year where the Bills had that heartbreaking loss and got knocked out. Um, which just mm. the look on Josh Allen's face um, was—he's a very, very good player. Um, that, that's the first game that kicks off today in about. Ooh, Forty minutes, so wow. we're gonna be watching that in here. Um, cows, bucks, Brady, obviously back for his twenty third season. Yep, I
2: reckon um, Cowboys win that. But Yeah, Bucks will start slow. Yeah,
4: I, I, I just, I'm, I'm going for the, I'm going for the cows, Dak Prescott, obviously. Um, Car, Cardinals, Chiefs, um, Mahomes, um, oh, yeah. and the Cardinals obviously did very well, then just sort of imploded in the in the playoffs. Uh, Chargers, Raiders. Um, mm. Obviously, you know there's a lot of talk about like the, charges. the charges. A lot of talk good, about the Chargers. They're,
3: they're, they're a good bet uh, to win the conference. Yeah, yeah. A,
4: a question, Webby.
3: Yes.
2: The move to LA. Have they lost? Have they lost their identity to a certain degree? Have they just been lost? In I reckon.
3: That? They, I reckon they're getting it back the last couple of years because I get got some um, some great players. Ken yeah. and Um I don't actually uh, follow the games. Mm. I have become everything I've ever hated. I'm a slave to fantasy football. Oh, really? <clears throat> I've never been into fantasy in a football sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but you old British Columbia <laughs> Wolf <laughs> um, but I do I honestly if you had told me I was the guy getting up at three A. M. on a Monday morning checking my Did you say getting up or getting coming or home? home and <laughs> uh, checking checking my fantasy football team before red zone starts, I'd yeah. say you're kidding yourself. What about? But, uh, uh, but I am. I'm, but, but I've had issues this year yeah. with my team because I've got Alvin Kamara who has been staring down a possible suspension for bashing the hell out of someone in Las Vegas. Mm. I've got Deshaun Watson. Mm. It's been very tricky about whether I keep him or not for moral reasons. Yep. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, who's been done for performance enhancing substances. Oh, that doesn't matter in the NFL. Do, does do, it? do normal do coaches NRL coaches have to put up with this? Mm. Yes.
2: Burke uh, <laughs> uh, you an NFL man?
0: Not really. I mean, I watched it peripherally. Peripherally, is Mahomes kicking on the way they thought he was going to? Yes. Yeah. He's, okay. Yeah. Well, did, didn't he? He was supposed to be the next coming, and then Brady beat him did last year. Yeah. He, he. Yes. Yeah. Oh no, year before. Year before. Year okay. before.
2: We went to the. We went to the. Um, me and Gordy went to the Super Bowl in Miami, the one he won, mm. uh, Kansas City, and mate, it was just. We're at the hotel. Uh, in Miami, and all of a sudden, it was like man, this explosion. We turned around; it was he was walking in to the hotel, going down Hawaii. to the nightclub. Is and he it was, a big? Is he a, a big guy? He's or? A, All those guys are bigger than, yeah. you, think. than you think. Yeah. yeah, because it's all relative. Yeah, yeah, out yeah. There. A, a guy talking about Buffalo Bills. Their iconic, most iconic player was Jim Kelly, mm. quarterback, and he came to Australia, and I met him. And they're going, "Oh, yeah, opportunity to meet Jim Kelly." And I'm like, "Okay." When I walked up, I, I was looking at him going. Mate, you can't be a quarterback. Yeah. He was like 120 kilos and six oh, foot
3: five. No way. And he's just going, mate. Did you ever, it's, it's funny when, like, I've been to, th- to three Super Bowls. And if you go to the, the, um, the uh, what are the parties called at The uh, Tailgate uh, parties. Yeah. Sorry, I had a mental blank there. Probably because I was pretty mentally blank when I was at them. But yeah, it's, it's never hard to pick out the former NFL players walking around. They are enormous. Are they? Yeah, enormous men.
2: Um, ben, your
4: your team. Uh, my team is Chicago Bears, but we won't go into that. Chicago like Bears the are bearish. tipped to be well, yeah, bearish, bearish, and they are yeah. to be There's one of a the worst. Bear theme going through. <laughs> one, of the, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, one of the worst teams uh, in the NFL probably this year. But you know what? Onwards and upwards. Onwards and upwards. But um, I think all eyes are definitely on the Bills this year. Bills are looking at being. Yeah, I like the Bills. Yeah, and you know what? I'm sick of seeing teams from Florida and teams from LA winning. I want to see some some cold there's, teams. The Bills are some packed. There's, or some there's bears. something
2: always very special about cold weather cities and yep. the teams like Pittsburgh. Yep, mate. Back in the day with the Great Green Machine, you got Melbourne. Now they're hard places to go to and win. Mm.
4: Really, really. And we're and we're talking. Well, obviously, Bills are AFC, but NFC. Mate, Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Mm. Dull again, dull again. Be there, NFC. They're all saying Aaron Rodgers He's my starting quarterback. Yeah, well, I reckon. Team, I reckon team Webbo, he's my starting I would. I wouldn't be surprised seeing a a, um, a Green Bay Buffalo Super Bowl.
2: Isn't that isn't that a special place in Wisconsin? There, Green Bay, yeah, well, where the
4: city owns,
3: owns the team. Owns that's the unbelievable. Team. That model, isn't it? Yeah, I think South's looking at something similar.
2: Mate, New Council were looking at it years, years and years well, ago. That's when one it place on where it would,
3: that would be one place it, where it would it, work. It would work. Yes. Yeah. <coughs> It's yeah. working
4: class, you know.
3: Yeah, is Brady Passion.
0: going? Brady going around another year, isn't he? Came yeah. back out of retirement. Yeah, good or bad idea. He was in retirement
3: for like uh, yeah. a month. Yeah,
0: a
4: month. yeah. Uh, all, all reports out, and Tom Brady is kind of like LeBron James. He invests so much into his body mm-hmm. at this late. Like they've got it down to a science. He's forty-four. Yeah, he's you know his diet is well recorded. How what, good? What's he doing is. with
3: his head since he's come back? He went away. Sort of problems out with his wife and then back. I'll
2: say this. It's a really bad advertisement for marriage when you're married to the greatest supermodel ever, but you can't stand being at home, (laughs) so you come out of retirement.
3: (laughs) That is actually the wisest words I've ever heard spoken. Have you noticed he's come back and he's got, like, this different hair parted down the middle, and everyone's suggesting he might have had a bit of...
4: Midnight. Work. Oh, really? It'll work. Huh. Have you, not, imagine, read, have you imagine, not seen that? Imagine having to go home to right. Oh. What an awful state. Do G- you know?
3: Oh, I've got to go oh. back to my Brazilian supermodel oh, that God. makes uh, more money old, than me. The oh, the ball and chain. I say, say
2: to my boy, my mum used to always say, just don't marry f- for looks. You know, and that's the old thing. You know, whether it be male <laughs> or female, you don't marry for looks because mm. it's a bit like, like. You know, it's superficial in the fact that I... I remember going to the Louvre, right? All I ever wanted to do was see the Mona Lisa. So this day it was on display and I went there and I walked in and I stared at it for like 30 seconds and went, oh, well, move on. (laughs) (laughs) I've been I've there. I've seen it too. I've seen it too. It's tiny. Yeah, I know. It's tiny. It was funny. We're standing They had the velvet rope. You couldn't get near it. And this swashbuckling Frenchman (laughs) is standing there Mm. and looks over, sees Trish through a crowd, grabs her, takes her uh, past the velvet rope and up so you can have a close look. Mm. And I'm sitting there going, I think she's flirting with my (laughs) wife. (laughs) (laughs) And I think I like it. (laughs) Let's get a hotel room. Okay, we'll take um, care of you. Rev it up next. (laughs) And it is time for (laughs) Rev It Up, people. Yes, let your adventure begin today with a ride on the Harley Davidson. Test one now at Harley Heaven, Blacktown and Tempe. And, guys, on the NFL theme, if you rev up, get on uh, Fox Sports, ESPN, uh, there is a series called Hard Knocks where they just focus behind the scenes. Uh, players, coaches, mic'd up, and this year it's on the Detroit Lions. It's fascinating. Isn't it? it's,
3: uh, it's that, well, they they always do a good job with these hard knocks, but I reckon this one's fantastic. Mm. My ki- the king is Deuce Staley, the running backs coach, mm. who in the first episode tells his running backs in the office, if you're going to bust ass, i.e. Mm. part, yep. if you're going to oh. bust ass, you don't do it in here. You go outside, you bust ass, you count to eight, you come back in. If you don't, if you don't do that, if you bust ass in here, you're going to get fined. That's is the quality it, of the docker. Is
4: eight seconds the evacuation period?
3: That must be it. That's right. going to rid, rid your body. Webby,
2: right. I find it. I do find the coaching staff fatiguing. I like it. to watch them early on. I'm going. This is really good. You know, they're a really good bunch of guys. But everything's screaming. Everything is a. Everything. There's no. There's no s- sort of going. Hey, uh, Denon, what we want to do, mate? I want you to get. You know, think about this. Getting the ball. You know, it's all. Come on, man. You got to believe.
3: I know, yeah, no, yeah, there's yeah. a it's lot gone. of that stuff. Oh, <laughs> mate, it is. It is very. It's very syrupy. They're big on. They're big on symbolism, aren't they? Yeah, they and are. Metaphors, but I think maybe that's just the parts we're seeing. It, well, do you know last year it was the Dallas Cowboys? Yeah.
2: And Stephen A. Smith come out and absolutely hammered the coach. He's opening, the, uh, opening gambit to the team. He was describing, okay, this is what the side's going to be about. And I thought, this guy's really impressive. But the Americans hated it. They said, how boring. Why would you want to play for that guy? The way he addressed the team was very mm. Australian. Yes. Very rugby league. Pragmatic. Just mm. tell them what they need to do.
3: Yeah. But it's the, the, the coach of the Detroit Lions, what's his name? Not sure. Campbell, yeah, he's a, he's a coach he, of the Detroit Yeah, but Lions. he he looks like he could play still, like he's enormous. He but he he's big on the symbolism. So without giving it away too much, but he he came came out and did, does a speech with a pair of dirty jeans, you know. Yep. He said that this is what we're all about. Like we only won three last year. We need to get rid of. He's kind of flapping <laughs> it around with
0: all this dust going yes. everywhere. Big on the symbolism. It is it is bizarre, like the the difference in like we think we're so close to America, but at the same time. Like watching the players, like oh, yeah. they do one small play, and they and it's just accepted. They almost well, want them to do it. And you
2: know, Dennett, like we spoke before about Mahomes in that nightclub after the um, after they won the Super Bowl, it says everything about American sport that he walked in by himself, right? Mm. And and some of his friends, there were no teammates there. Oh so, can, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Can yeah, you imagine? I'm saying to Gordy, so they've just won the Super Bowl, right? Mm. And he's just left the dressing room and he's off and he's just doing his own thing. Yeah.
3: Wow. It's very. They're all about. They're all about their numbers. Certainly, all about are. the stats. That's that's how they get their contract extensions.
2: All about their brand. Their brand. How's brand John's going today? Good, flying. We'll take a break <laughs> after <laughs> after the break. We'll talk bunnies and roosters. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Uh, Movie of the week coming up next. We've got uh, Caddyshack, and we've got our five to one. You might have an opinion on this best sports themed comedies. Uh, but boys, the game I'm looking t- forward to most. In round one, Sunday, Bunnies versus Roosters. It's a repeatable last week. Allianz Stadium. Uh, I think it's the best rivalry in Australian sport. Loser gone, winner plays uh, the loser uh, of Cowboys and the Sharks. The Cowboys and the Sharks, boys, you don't want to, one of those sides. You don't want to lose that
3: oh.
0: in, in
2: that game because you don't want to. You're going to come up against the Roosters or the Bunnies coming mm. off a big win,
0: mate. The, the, it's the Cowboys have so much to play for because if they can get a win. Oh. Get a home game up in Townsville. You know, there's a chance you see him in a grand final. Yeah, like it. It sounds like oh, come on, mate. You know, you've got the Roosters, Rabbitohs, Storm, Eels, Man. Panthers. But in reality, if the Cowboys can get the get it done over the Sharkies, get a week off, get a week off, then a home game up in Townsville. Yeah. It's uh, in regards to Roosters, Rabbitohs. What a rivalry, seriously. And coming from a guy that you know, obviously grew up playing soccer, I didn't follow rugby league at all even over the last 15 years of just being just seeing it you know evolve it's just a gift that keeps on giving it, if you wrote a book about all the dramas they have oh. between each other and you it wouldn't just believe continues. it I mean, yeah.
3: the latest one with the stadium yeah oh god the stadium drama you know that South got offered after you know, after the roosters denied them the captain's run yep last week so the roosters were all, uh, the 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 the, the Rabbitohs were offered a captain's run this week and they said no did they really <laughs> oh yes? wow. wow they said no there's a bit of Um, Mind trickery. I I reckon I covered that game last Friday night. I reckon um, the way South finished the game, I reckon they get more out of it than the Roosters because they they played pretty poor for 60 minutes and were still in it right to the end. Crucially, (coughs) Cook returns. Cam Murray plays. uh, Joey
2: Manu out. JWH in real doubt. Radley returns. Uh, uh, Swali'i returns as well. It's a big one. Watching last Friday, the Roosters have returned to their 2018 finals formula, mm. which is...
7: Mate, Tackle kick, everything. Kick high,
2: <laughs> kick long, kick high, and put the fullback in the back three in a phone box. Mm. They were able to do that to Luttrell last week, but crucially, to, the conditions really suited that tactic. It was wet and it was slippery, and they were able to do that to Luttrell. A Sunday afternoon... If it's a dry track and a fast track, completely
0: different football. Oh, mate, the Roosters are looking red hot, but you're totally right. You'd have to say that, you know, Sunday Arvo footy, not wet weather, hopefully. It, you'd have to say it suits the Rabbitohs, especially Definitely. Cam Murray playing, especially Cook back. You know, those two guys, we didn't see Luttrell in his normal positions of stripping numbers on the edge. And a lot of people go, oh, it's because the Roosters dominated him. Yes, 100%. That's like, There's a part of it that it was because the Roosters dominated him. But a lot of it was because the space wasn't created by Cam Murray in the middle. That yeah. is where the space is created. Yep. Uh, and so if if they needed anything to suit them more, it's a Sunday afternoon game. In saying that, I still think the Roosters get the job done. Uh,
2: it, it was funny watching the, the game last week. There was a couple of really good end-on shots. 20 minutes into the game, you see it. And it was the try that Tedesco scored. It was where Keery, you know, drifted out to the second uh, defender hit Crichton short. Crichton goes through inside ball to Tedesco. Mm-hmm. But the the really telling thing in that shot was that inside the ball of Tedesco, that, uh, of Keir, it was a missed opportunity. But they didn't. It didn't matter because they scored it anyway. There was honestly a two meter gap on the inside where the South forwards Tommy Burgess just couldn't get across and fill the space. It, Tedesco was sitting looking at it. And missed the opportunity, and as I said before, they scored, so you know it's irrelevant. But it just showed me how out on their feet Souths were. Losing Murray, he ties all that up. And again, come back to the, po- uh, to the point I've, I've said for a while. I think Jai Arrow needs to go into the middle of the field. I, I don't like him as an edge back rower. I, I think they. Lo- I don't think. I don't think he has. Uh, I, d- I don't think he. Uh, I don't think he complements Cody okay. well enough. Okay. The science of hitting gaps, etc.
3: What do you think of Lattrell and his form and like they they did they did a good job on him, didn't they? they hey, yeah. He
0: still broke ten tackles though. Yeah. I, like what I liked about Latrell's game is that you're right, they did do a job on him. There's no denying that. Even coming come in and admitted that. But he was turning up. He was turning up until the eightieth minute. Of obviously the stupid, you know, penalty that he got ten off ten in the bin for. But before that, he didn't back down at all. He didn't take a backward step. So I just it just depends on if Murray can get space in the middle with Damien Cook, yep. that will dictate as to whether he can get there. If I, was,
2: if I was coaching Luttrell, I'd say, Luttrell, I just want you to go out. I don't want you to conserve any gas, right? Mm. I want you to go out flat strap in that first 20 minutes. If something happens, mate, and all of a sudden you, you, you've run 150 metres in the first, you know, and, and you feel like you're a little bit gassed, hey, no problem. I'll give you a 10 minute rest. Come off, but I don't want you to be out there concerned about getting fatigued. Mm. That, that's I, I watched a couple of times last week, and I, I saw Latrell a little bit going, trying to save a little bit in the tank. Oh, I get that because that's what you do. You know the other thing with Ray Price, you, you should never walk on a football field. Everyone walks at some point. You, you you got you got to know when you can get your your breather. But I want Latrell to go out there and just from the opening minute, just go full tilt. Mm, yeah. Don't worry about. Leaving anything in the tank. If if we need to, I'll get you off for a little stint.
0: Yeah, I agree, and I also think that like I'll be asking Latrell first ten sets or five sets. Ten sets a bit too much. I just want you running straight and hard. Yep. Definitely, straight Wind up, hard. baby. Well, like, that's the thi- that's the thing about
2: it, right? So run, they, run through them. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a, well, Webby, You can. The thing about a kick chase, right? And that's what they did. Really, that's what they do really good. The Roosters. Part of that twenty eighteen formula is just pour energy into the, your kick chase. Look. You can send a hundred people down on the kick chase, but you're but a kick chase is one defender thick. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. You know? yeah. And so what it is, people get there and I kick chase and they look and see numbers and the temptation is to try to go around
0: it. Mm. Where what do we see ca- their first run. And what it was you Joey Mano put exactly. him back in goal.
2: And what you do, Luke, is you just go, Okay, there's a hundred blokes coming at me or ten blokes down the kick chase, just target one.
0: Mm.
2: Yeah, and a bloke like Latrell Sice, just target one and just challenge him physically. Mm. Oh, and,
0: and the thing is at the very, very least, at the very least, you're getting a quick play of the ball. Because yeah, one on one, I honestly think Latrell could outmuscle nearly any front row in the game. No doubt. And that's yeah. how strong he is.
2: Um uh, Tis on fire at the moment, Webby. He's back to his best form.
3: From a for a player that there were fears about what his future might look like, um, from concussions earlier in the year. And he was always saying, I remember I texted him at the time and said, Mate, how like what does this mean for your future? He said, I'll be back, I'll be fine. Mm. Um, and I think that, that when he suffered that concussion after it was the Melbourne game, I think it was, or the week after, I reckon he was starting to look his best play, look like he was playing his best football oh, again. No. I, I yeah, he's when he's going good, they're going good.
0: I mm. think his toughness doesn't get enough appreciation. Yeah. I agree he's right. not. He's not
3: a, everyone talks about Sam Walker's size. I, I reckon he'll go. I reckon he'll end up bigger than. He's a little One yeah. three grand
2: finals, Luke. Yeah,
3: yeah. you, don't, you At don't two different he, clubs. Yeah, two different yeah, clubs. people yeah. sort of forget just yeah. what he's achieved. I think
0: it's just because he's he's quite. Uh, like, he's very, when you speak to him, he's a very calm kind of, calm, yeah. not calculated, it's the wrong word, but he's a he's really a good bloke for one. But, yeah. you know, for example, Thurston, we always talked about how tough he was, and rightly so, like incredibly tough. But you, you look at Kiri I would say he's as tough as most halves have played yeah. the game. Jenna, you know, when, when
2: he was a young guy playing under 20s, Madge used to bring him over to the house mm. and we'd go and do a session down there. And what struck about me, I actually, you had to slow him down. His mm. acceleration as a young bloke was, I've never seen someone uh, move so rapidly so fast and he'd leave <laughs> his ball runners behind, but he, he got there and he, he went away, uh, played some first grade. And you remember he did his, he tore his pec. Do you remember yeah. he tore his pec in, yeah. the, in yeah. the nines? Um, and I think this says everything about Kerry. He, rung, he He had his arm in a sling. They weren't sure if he was going to play at all that year. He ended up coming back and winning the grand final. But I said, what are you doing? He said, oh, nothing. I said, mate, come over home and we'll just walk down the field and we'll have a bit of a talk. Mm. You know, just walk through things. You don't need to be carrying the ball. We'll just, mm. yeah, 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 okay. So he comes over and, mate, you can see just how devastated he is. And we're starting to walk down the park. And as usual, like now, I'm just gibbering on. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and it's... He's not beside me. I go what, and I look back, and he's standing ten yards behind me, and he's got his head hung. And I said, "You all right, right, mate." And he said, "Matty, I'm terrified. I'm never going to play again, yeah. and I'm not going to make it." And I said, "That attitude, what you've just said, shows me that you're going to make it." What a Absolutely. story! I got you know. goosebumps. That's, yeah, so have I actually I just made it up. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, that was true. Like, and and I, I that's where I looked at him and said, "Mate, that." That's uh, that's a champion attitude. Yeah, you,
3: you know why I love him. Mm. He stood up to Russell Crowe at Russell Crowe's place in in su- in support of his own teammates. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I reckon that more than anything. And was Patty's bags packed? Walking to the to the mm. airport, mate. That's mm. a good. That's
0: a good guy. That's one. That's someone you want in your corner. It's integrity. Right. Like you know, to be willing to everything screaming against you to in self interest to not do that. And to go, you know what? I'm willing to put my job on the line. He actually lost his job. He had to be moved onto the ro- uh, Roosters. Oh yeah, I don't think he gets enough wraps. And and you, in regards to his speed, that's one thing that he hits the line at such speed. It he takes away time from defenses to make decisions. Yeah, and a lot of halves that you know they may they may get square. They may dig deep in the line, but are they doing it at pace? Yeah. And even if you sometimes you get you dig deep in the line, if you do it slowly, the defense has time to read it. Of course,
2: yeah, they do, mate. The other thing I love about him too. He gave Joey a spray once. It's so good. It's so good. What Joey I, I think Joey he, he played an jam didn't play that good and yeah you know, they always go to play it. So, yeah, this is no has got to be a change. Yeah,
3: but you, Joey said oh you have got to get rid of Kiri. And then and then I remember because I wrote Joey's column and he said that on air and that was his column and then it's about 10 minutes to deadline and Joey calls I've had a think. I think Nathan should have a break. And I went Andrew, <laughs> <laughs> mate, we're not going to do that. We're not going to stop the press. Yeah, we, we, we literally
2: had yeah. to stop the presses. So Luke, yeah, Luke gave him a uh, bit of touch up. Oh yeah, mate. Yeah. So you're going to blame me for this loss? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I thought, mate, good for hey, you. good on you. Stick it, to the, eight, take the it to the
3: eighth and what's Russell? What do we call it? Gladiator. Yeah. Eighth
2: and gladiator. And... he takes no prisoners. We'll take a break. Movie of the week up next. Now, uh, it's time for Movie of the Week, and today we bring you an iconic film, a comedy treasure. And not many comedies get classed as iconic, but this one I, I think sure does. Written by uh, the younger brother of uh, Bill Murray, uh, Brian Murray, directed by the great Harold Ramos, 1980s film Caddyshack.
7: For this young Cinderella who's come out of nowhere, he's got about 350 yards left. He's going to hit about a 500, I expect. don't you think? Dad! oh, he got all of that one. He's got to be pleased with that. The crowd is just on his feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Liam Alexander, welcome. Hey, guys. How are you going? Now, Liam, we're going to talk a, about uh, Prince of Pennant Hills in a second. He's not a fan of the film. But to you um, and everyone, have a sound. This is, in my opinion, one of those very rare comedies in that the jokes not only have not dated, they get better. Okay, I, I'm yeah, interested I to see that, your point. Uh,
5: no, I, I agree to an extent because I, I realized when I started watching it last night that I actually, I hadn't seen the whole movie. And I think it's one of those sort of classic ensemble comedies. It doesn't have too much of a plot. It feels like a lot of like little skits that are stringed together. But I actually think that the moments that hit really, really hit. Webby, you a fan?
3: i oh, he's gonna. I well, let's just say it wasn't as funny as when I was in university. Okay, stoned off. You. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Allegedly. Uh, so I sat down and watched it last night, and I have to say there was a bit. It's a bit cringy, but it was right. still. But but to me, Bill Murray stills the show. He's awesome. He's great yeah. in it. Uh, and it, and, and hmm. but Rodney Dangerfield. Rodney right, is. <laughs> Like, like, it's almost – he's almost a parody of a parody. Yeah, it's it like it, it, it was weird watching him.
2: What, I mean, a fact straight mm. off the top, um, Rodney Dangerfield and Ted Knight, who plays Judge Smales, actually hated each other. Like, um, Ted Knight said that Rodney Dangerfield was unprofessional, which is absolutely <laughs> oh, true. But the other thing on set as well is that Bill Murray and Chevy Chase famously despised each other and they had to force him mm. into the, the same room at one point. Why? Despo- what had happened was Chevy Chase was the the star of Saturday Night Live. He left to make films and he was replaced by Bill Murray, of which Chevy Chase uh, sort of resented you know like it was like the new coach who come in replaces the coach and he and wow. what the first wow, twelve wow, months wow. the worst twelve months he was um Bill Murray was really unpopular and he he got on once and just made a plea to people just give me a chance, and everything turned around anyway. The line of the, Chevy Chase come back, and I know this is this is pretty long-winded. He came back on Saturday Night Live for a guest appearance, and they're at the back. Mm. And Bill Murray, of course, has got the acne scars. And um, can I say this? You know not I'm going to say, because it's a fact. He said, he said hey, um, when's, when's the space shuttle going to land on your face? You know, like, meaning crow to face. Oh. And um,
7: he, and uh, Bill Murray said,
2: he said uh, to Chevy Chase, hey, Chevy, um, <laughs> he said, why don't you go and do it with your wife because I hear she needs it, right? And they Ooh. literally... and they literally, <laughs> Fist fight. Yeah, they got into a fist fight backstage and missed their cue on the start of Saturday Night Live. No wow. And so they were brought together on this film and they just despised each other. They couldn't even look at each other. I heard
3: other. Chevy Chase a bit of...
2: He's an ass. He's
3: an asshole. Yeah, yeah. where Bill I... Murray's
2: great. Yeah. Is he... Is he? <laughs> Uh, they're in Chevy Chase as a real ass. Oh, no, I know, I yeah. know, yeah.
4: But is Bill Murray great? Yes. I think Bill Murray is just as prickly as Chevy I, Chase. Uh,
3: uh, <sighs> you reckon? I don't yeah. know. I like how we know these people intimately. Yeah. Yeah. Now,
2: Liam, they're, okay. they're Hollywood you said there's yeah. not much of a plot, but let's, let's, uh, <laughs> let's talk about the plot around
8: Bushwood.
5: <laughs> yeah, so the movie takes place at Bushwood for pretty much the whole movie. It's a very elitist country club, centres around a young caddy, Danny who's trying to earn enough money to sort of go to college. He caddies for Ty Webb, who Chase plays. He's a bit of a, a douche, but is the son of one of the founders of the club. But, and basically, that's the plot. And in the background, Bill Murray plays this, like, mentally unstable groundskeeper, Carl, who, who, who lives in the maintenance building, is trying his best to kill this gopher that's um, damaging the course.
2: <laughs> Liam, do you think the gopher is unnecessary? If there's one thing that I believe has <laughs> <little> dated, <laughs> it has. It, it is the plot around the. Gopher. I yeah, just, the, yeah.
5: The, they I, they went to it way more than I remember them doing, and it's just this little puppet gopher, and mm. they focus quite a lot on it. So I think mm. that the, that's dated a little bit.
4: The mm. gopher, the gopher was the best part of the oh, movie. Oh my god, <laughs> you fool! Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait! If you're saying the gopher isn't important, but Rod Rodney Dangerfield, oh. <laughs> hey everybody, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he is <laughs> so How... annoying. He's, He's awesome. He's <laughs> He's aged That's a, I, think,
3: I have to say, some of the jokes just fell. Oh, uh, they mm. just weren't as funny. Yeah, the blatant Again, racism uh, jokes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that, that part was not funny. Yeah. great. mate.
2: Ted not, uh, Judge smiles. He steals the show. Some oh, of his lines, yeah. like the one where he's got Danny Noonan in a meeting, and he's going, uh, "Danny," he's trying to give him a bit of a motivational talk, trying to win him over, and he goes, "Danny, I've sent young men like you uh, to. Uh, I've sent." Young man younger than you, to the gas chamber. <laughs> Not because I wanted to, it's because I felt it was my duty.
5: <laughs> <laughs> are you my friend, Denny? Mm. Are you my pal, Denny? <laughs> the best you, part about Judge oh. Males is his, um, how he treats his grandson, Spaulding. Oh, oh, so so
2: <laughs> yeah, you I'll have a cheeseburger, I'll have my some belly.
5: fries. You'll
2: have nothing, Spaulding, and like it. Um, <laughs> the, and, Liam, great, one of the greatest collections of periphery characters as just said, like Spalding Smiles, uh, Bishop Fred and Dr. Beeper. But Bishop Fred is a, a great character as well. Uh, any scenes really stand out to you, Liam?
5: Oh, I think the best part is we played the audio of it, the Cinderella story. I think that – and Harold Ramis just told Bill Murray, said, I want you to act like a child and just come up with a story. And he improvised that, that entire monologue. And I think that's like, that's the highlight of the movie for me, I reckon.
2: Michael O'Keefe, who stars as Danny Noonan, never played golf again for over 20 years. Cause he said the first time he went onto the course after the movie came out, as he was about to hit it, people are going, miss it. Miss it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Um, what do you got for I've I've man? got
4: plenty of facts on this movie. Apparently there is a real Bushwood Country Club. Yes, It exists. Um the Carl Spackler, you know how he's talking, about, he talks in about uh catting for the Dalai Lama. Yes. The Dalai yes. Lama. Yeah. So said, Lama. Apparently, <laughs> apparently the Dalai Lama was asked the question and he said um he's uh he's never seen the movie and he's never played golf in his life. Wow. So the okay. Dalai Lama mm-hmm. uh throws that story <laughs> out. Um, but one of the oh, so that of the, story's not true. No, no, one of the stories I like, and this is what? growing up as a kid. My dad used to watch this religiously, but it was the gopher and the as a kid, gopher and the um, the ba- the baby uh, the Babe Ruth chocolate bar oh, yeah. in the pool, right? Yeah. So apparently, the that story that scene came from the Murray brothers as kids did that at their local local country oh. club. They threw a, a Babe Ruth. Chocolate bar wow. into, the, um, into uh, the pool. Bill Murray and Brian Murray, they actually had a, a restaurant
2: franchise called Bushwood and mm. they em, emulated like the Bush, Bushwood Country Club. Mm. I don't know if it's... <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's... Wait, wait Brian wait, wait. Murray, li, Liam, like what's he up to now? I mean, what was his background?
5: I didn't really know much about Brian Murray, Matty. So I know that him and Bill sort of... I don't know if they had a falling out or... But he, he, he acted in some movies. He was in JFK. He played Jack Ruby in that movie, if yeah. you guys remember. Yeah, right. He was in Wayne's World. He was in a couple of cult movies, but he's he sort of, I think he's sort of gone on to voice acting um, over the last 15 to 20 years. He's in a lot of Nickelodeon shows, but mm. yeah, he sort of, he, he didn't have a huge career in feature films, but he was in a couple. Liam,
2: one of the strange things about this movie is that Denny's love interest, the Irish girl, um, She's not actually Irish. She was American, which again says to me why I found it – there is no reason in the movie that – she had to be Irish. No. And they took an American girl and made her have an Irish accent. It just made no, just it made zero sense. It
5: makes zero sense. That is sense. not the best Irish accent ever either.
2: No, it isn't. Another famous line in it where Danny Noonan's walking with Chevy Chase's character and just out of the blue he goes, take drugs, Danny? He goes, yep. He goes, it's good boy. <laughs> Didn't
3: <good boy. laughs> uh, you know, was... he say, every day? <laughs> every day. <laughs>
5: that's it.
2: Every
4: day. Good boy. I was very close to clipping that line up because I thought that was very that's good. That's a very good line.
5: Um, well, it's... It... That part of the movie, I don't, the movie is infamous as well because of the amount of drugs that were used on set. Yeah. Like some of the supporting actors said, cocaine was "quote" the fuel that kept the film running. Uh,
4: and it and it, I mean, and, got it, it that. Yes. and it shows,
6: and it shows. the
4: scene at the yacht club, where oh, yeah. Roddy Dangerfield's in his big cruiser, and, and then all of a sudden there's little boats that are doing slow motion jumps and yeah. other people, and it's like. What, what is – like what, someone throwing a fishing line and gets caught and he's dra- –
3: like? What about the, his first round where he get, starts playing oh, the music, the in, music. His, in his bag and they're like all dancing in the background? Only, yeah. only so what a, is
4: doing that? Only in a Coke-filled 1980s <laughs> yeah. film could this be go? you know what, guys, we captured yeah, it today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, judge. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. He's
4: teeing off Judge Smiles. He goes,
2: Hey, Judge, 200 bucks, you slice it. Betting is illegal at Bushwood, and
4: I never slice. Bush slice.
2: He goes, You can pay me later. I'll pay you nothing. (laughs) Liam, how was it received? Did Roger Ebert have a. Did
5: he he review this? Yeah, he did. He gave it two out of four at the time. He said, Wow. He he said, Caddyshack feels like a movie that was written rather loosely. Yeah. With too much freedom yeah, yeah. so he, he, he a lot of the critics at the time it wasn't received too well but mm. um the performances were like bill murray was a standout for a lot of them and Field and chase for some reason but mm. they mainly criticized the the disorganized plot and even howard ramus the director he said i think in 2009 he said i can barely watch it now all i see are things that could have been done better mm. but um and I think he, he evolved as a director as well because a lot of his movies, like Groundhog Day, mm. Ghostbusters, they're some of the best plotted comedy movies ever. So I think he realised um, the importance of that. Uh,
2: the sequel, without a doubt, Liam, is one of cinema's greatest disappointments. Oh, yeah. It
5: is probably one of the worst
2: sequels of all time makes Greece 2 look yeah. like art house. Didn't,
4: I didn't get to Caddyshack 2, surprisingly. never. Oh, it's horrendous. So stay away is what you're yeah. saying. Okay. I, in fact, let's do it next week. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. We are not doing it next week. We are not
2: doing it next week. Um, Liam, you score out of 100?
5: I'm going to give it a, a 70 out of 100, Caddyshack. I
3: think, yeah. I think when
5: it hits, it hits really well, but some of it's a bit dated.
3: Whether? You know, Stoner Uni day of Caddyshack, 90. Yeah, there,
2: there, <laughs> 75. Yeah, yeah. Maestro?
3: Uh, uh, 65.
2: You are in a sloth mood today. (laughs) 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 I'm
4: going to give this, uh, purely because I thought Chevy Chase's character was great, I'm going to give it 20 out of 100. Okay, I'm going to give it 101. We'll take a break. After the
2: break, 5 to 1 best sports-themed comedies. Yes, and welcome back. Uh, yeah, this afternoon, Joel and Salt. Look forward to that good bloke, Stephen O'Keefe.
3: He's a legend. He's, He's very a funny.
2: Good man. Very, very funny. Uh, brought to you by Master Builders, New South Wales upskill with the Master Builders qualification. Liam Alexander's on the line of Just Done Caddyshack. 5 to 1 best sports-themed comedies. Gentlemen, I'll lead off. I'm going to go slap shot. Uh, movie in the late 70s, Paul Newman, struggling uh, provincial ice hockey team. They signed three nerdy triplets who are three of the biggest thugs, uh, the Hanson brothers, and there's a line where they're struggling and they, sign them. They, get on, they get on the ice and just start smashing everyone. And Paul Newman's got a big smile on his face and goes, these guys are a disgrace. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm, uh, I'm going
3: to go th- with a dark comedy, I, Tonya. Oh, oh, wow! that's great. Yeah. Great, show. great, great, movie. great. And it's a dark movie. comedy yeah. about a very, very serious incident.
2: Yes, <laughs> uh, Nancy Kerrigan and Tonya Harding. At very good soundtrack. ZZ Top the soundtrack. Love oh, There yeah. you go. Yeah, very good. So there
0: uh, go. The Waterboy. Waterboy Adam Sandler.
4: Yeah, one of the classics. classics. <laughs> ben? Uh, Charlie Sheen in Major League. Oh yeah, oh, I love. Mate, yeah. I grew up. Yeah. up on, I grew up in Major League and uh, Wild Thing. Cle- did, yeah, get a, whole, did you get wild a Wild Thing, thing haircut? Mm. I, I yeah. There was you know a lot of a lot of jokes went over my head with all the you know innuendo in that movie. You look like I a
2: disenfr. How can you be a disenfranchised youth walking <laughs> around <laughs> with yeah. your stonewashed jeans on and, and my yeah my called, flat top cut yeah and
4: calling myself Wild Thing yeah. One nice. thing
3: about Wild Thing is like about Major League is like the big thing was he wouldn't wear glasses. Yeah. Yes. Till the end. Yes. Wow, the big stigma. Yes. Now people yeah. wear them without any lenses in them. Oh, they're nah. so cool. Shout out to you know. Benny Icon. Yeah.
5: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Number five, Liam. Uh, this movie, it's not great, and I know it isn't, but The warmers. It's oh, not a yeah. masterpiece, but I, I've always found it pretty funny for some reason, especially Nick Swanson, who plays Howie in it, who has mm. the fear of the sun and literally drinks sunscreen throughout the movie. <laughs> I've always found that pretty funny for some reason.
2: Um, I've gone four, I've gone semi-pro. Will Ferrell and Woody Harrelson, oh, yeah. uh, very, very good. Jackie Moon, so good. Very, very good movie. Oh, I, I, Look, a little story on that. Yes. I took the boys to go see it, and at the start, lots of swearing and a bit of nudity. And how old, boy, how old were the
3: boys? then? Oh, uh,
2: the boys would have been four and probably four six, nine and, six. and <laughs> eleven, maybe. Anyway, this. Uh, Woman leaned forward and just goes, a little inappropriate to be in the, bring the kids. And I leaned back and said, it's okay, I swear at them at home.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe? Uh, yeah. It's a romantic comedy, oh. but I, I, but Jerry Maguire is quite funny. Very, 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 that's a very funny. That's a great, yeah, great, that
0: is a great movie. movie. Yeah. Right, yeah. Tidwell, he's very funny. Oh, very good. Now, The Longest Yard, but the remake, because I never watched oh, right. the first one. The oh. first one is... Absolutely brilliant. Really? Okay.
2: Yeah. It, but it's more serious the first one.
0: Okay. By Burt Reynolds, it's a um, yeah longest yard. It was. It's just a great, great movie. Yeah.
4: Uh, Dodgeball. Oh mate, mm. I love uh, that movie Ben Stiller <laughs> as what's his name? White White Goodman. White yeah. <laughs> Ben Stiller is so good in this film. The by the horns. I've watched it so many times. And then at the end, the, the coup de grace with Chuck Norris oh, <laughs> coming yeah. in yeah. and giving the final thumbs up. <laughs> we, did, we, had the, we did a uh, – when
2: they were on the tour, who's the guy who stars in it? Vince Vaughn? Yes. Vince Vaughn comes on the footy show one night, mm. and we're doing a dodgeball thing. But off the very top, Fatty forgot to mention him. On the show tonight, we got so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so and so so and so so and so does not mention Vince Vaughn. So Vince Vaughn <laughs> comes on the second break and is filthy. doesn't want to come on the show. And uh, they have to coax him on. The yeah, of, uh, and uh, as he's – remember, as Fat goes, we're going to an ad break. Let me come back to that? And Vince Vaughn goes, yeah,
5: yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very funny. Very, very funny show. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Liam, you're number four? I dodge ball as well. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. <laughs>
3: Excellent line.
2: Uh... Number three, I've gone white men can't jump. Uh, mm. Wesley Snipes, Woody Harrelson again. Yeah. Big movie at the time.
3: Can they jump? Uh, well, yes, they can, yes, just not very high. Yes, you white men. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> big, big, <laughs> can I say that? <laughs> you yeah, know, I'll probably get cancelled. It's a sensitive uh, word. I'll, I'll probably get cancelled from the third, I'll probably cancelled from the third hour. Um, the Big Lebowski. Oh That's all yeah. All around. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a sports I'll movie. That's it. all around. Awesome.
0: Around, uh it.
2: Love the Lebowski. Yeah. Sorry, I was <laughs> going to say Babowski. They're just not coming out today. Mm. Uh, Happy Gilmore.
4: Mm. Awesome. Uh, uh, mine, on the same semi-pro, on the back of the uh, jive, jive turkey scene. I oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Feeling on the back of that, that jive turkey scene <laughs> is one of the great comedy scenes of all time. Oh, Love it.
2: It's very good. And when the homeless guy, remember, sits the basket.
7: <laughs> <laughs> and they can. <come, laughs> a big chick. I'm going to pick the baby. <laughs>
5: um, Liam, you're another three. Uh, I had um, Talladega Nights, another Will Ferrell yeah. movie. Yeah. Um We've done it, the bit where he's praying to six, uh, eight-pound, six-ounce baby Jesus or <laughs> any, any, any time Sacha Baron Cohen's on, on the screen, I reckon it's a great movie. Your baby Jesus, so oh. cuddly. Oh.
3: <laughs> so <Yeah>. omnipotent. <laughs>
5: Doesn't even know where word yet. Uh, I've got number two,
2: Bull Durham. Uh, Ooh, Kevin wow. Costner, Gina Davis, Tim Robbins. Fantastic movie.
3: You know when uh, Margaret and David uh, retired? <clears> yep. I got them to, for, to give me their best sports movies. Yep. Of all time, and Margaret said had hey, that as number one. Bull Durham. Bull Durham. Yeah. She and her, her line was, "It's so sexy." <laughs> what Thinking did David, of Margaret Pomeranz saying that to you? What did so da, What did David say? I can't remember. Yeah. yeah I you. <laughs> I never thought
4: something about David. I don't think he'd be a. Um... Have you ever Have you ever worked with Margaret Pomeranz? Don't think so. She is the loveliest lady. Uh, yeah, I've met her a couple of times. Big she's fan of Margaret she's Big fan. She was supposed to be the producer mm, of that gold. show and got <laughs> star in it. Yeah.
2: And then <coughs> the 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 woman who was going to be with David went off screen after the first one and said, "I cannot." Work with that obnoxious guy, and so she stepped in.
4: Oh right, yeah.
3: You're letting a you're letting go a uh, few trade secrets. Oh, yes, oh, I, I am. am yeah. yes. yes.
0: Matthew Johns unplugged. <laughs> mm. um, now I don't know if it, like if I rewatched it today, if I rewatched it today, I would still feel the same. But just because of the memories, cool runnings. Cool runnings. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, we've, yeah,
2: done, yeah. That. we've done that yeah. here. We've done it on the morning. Yeah, very very good. John uh, Candy, rest in peace, old mate. Uh, my, my number. <laughs> Good year, good year. Uh, you
3: see know, you know the best thing is? You looked up then. I did. As if he's looking down. Do you want to hear a John
2: Candy story just yes, quickly? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. The most iconic drive they say in uh, NFL history, the Super Bowl, was Joe Montana takes the 49ers from one end of the field to the next. Anyway, and they're in the, the final play of the game. They're together in the huddle. And he goes, he could just tell the team was really uptight. So before he called the play – he looked in the crowd and he saw John Candy. And he went, hey, guys, look over there. Third row, John Candy. And they all turned over. It was John Candy. And oh, throws to... it past Jerry Ross, wins the Super Bowl.
6: Bang. Yeah. Oh,
4: uh, <laughs> rest in peace, old oh, mate. <laughs> up, of, up again. <laughs> speaking of resting in peace, rest in peace, Chubbs. Happy Gilmore is my number two. I oh, know, Chubbs. It's hmm. just, yeah, it's just, it made me like golf, which is hard to do. Great movie. Number two, Liam.
5: Ah, uh, for me, I'd Kingpin just for Earl McCracken, played by Bill Murray alone. I think he steals that movie.
2: Yep, yeah, and you've stolen my number one. I've gone Kingpin, Bill Murray, Woody Harrelson. Interesting. I've got three Woody Harrelson movies: Semi-Pro, White Men Can't Jump, and Kingpin. Wow. Yeah, comedy mm. genius Woody Harrel, Harrelson, Harrel. <laughs>
3: Who? I mean I am struggling Harrel. today.
2: <laughs> it's because I wasn't out, up all last night working. Yeah. I've had too much sleep. Too mm. much sleep. Pretty much drinking the last three days as well. Um, my uh, wife's in the witch Sundays. Yeah, well the cats, when the mo- cat, when the cats away, the mice will dance.
3: That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, not the saying. Yes, I
2: know. But in, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but in Latin, like... it rhymes. So That's Trish's, Trish's dad used to say. It. He used to say it in Latin. He go, he go, Matthew. He goes, you know what they say? When the cats away, and I say, yeah, yeah, the mice will play. He goes, no. The mice will dance. And I went, mm. that doesn't rhyme. He said, in Italian, it does. Uh, how
3: clean's your house since Trisha's away? Have you been cleaning oh, up? Did you go? It's a disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> I it is. <laughs> terrible. Yep. <Yeah>, mm. <laughs> Do you, know what you want to <laughs> buy one? one. one Sorry, <laughs> Talladega Tal- <laughs> Tal- Nights.
0: Yeah. Uh, I couldn't split them Talladega Nights and Dodgeball. They are absolute classics. Dodgeball, mm. grab the ball by the horns, but also, uh, that's a ball plea, Cotton. Let's see how it pans out. Yeah. <laughs> Talladega Nights for me, too. Leah. <laughs>
5: I had to go Happy Gilmore. Shooter McGavin, I think one of the great oh. characters. And the, the fight with Bob Barker oh. is one of the great That's movie wrong. scenes, I think.
2: Do you know who got offered the role of, um, firstly, of Shooter McGavin? Kevin no.
3: Costner. Oh. Hey.
2: Kevin Costner. It doesn't work with took, Kevin Costner. Would. No. And he was shooting Tin Cut, Tim Cut at, the, at the time and said, no. And they said, we can make it work. He said, two golf movies, I'll get typecast. And uh, they Man. gave it to Shooter. And he initially Shoot. turned it down. And then came back and said, Okay, I'll do it. I, I don't know if Kevin Costner could play no. Shooter.
4: Cause shooter's no shooter's an, an a-hole. He is. He is. <laughs> and he plays it so well. That guy plays it so well. You're number one, Liam? Yeah. That was it. That Happy was Gilmore. That Sorry, I
2: just got as I said, too much sleep. What are we gonna do next week?
4: Well well, this is Liam and I were discussing this. We're gonna do Happy Gilmore next week.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Just hang on a second, right? I, you guys are sort of maneuvering behind my back, right? Well, this is Morning the, Glory
4: with Matty you know, Jones. Well, <laughs> Liam and I, Liam and so I tried to I get had, you this week, we? and you were, you were out dancing yes. with all the other mice. So yes. we've had to make some moves. Mate. <laughs> I respect that. It, it's, look, maybe mm. the week's your baby. It's all good. Liam, Mine's good there. on your
2: pal.
5: Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Now,
2: talking about uh, Ben Hogarth, uh, his baby, sex, uh, got a uh, section <laughs> next. <How> <laughs> <might> <laughs> Did you say baby? I, I <laughs> yeah, sorry. Search and enjoy next. Yeah, sound device coming up pretty soon. Jets get born, but it's time for Search and Enjoy. There we go, the great Tom Cochran. Rest in peace, old mate. That
3: that, that went a bit longer than mine. (laughs) It did. No fade.
2: No fade. Actually, he's still alive, Tom Cochran. What am I saying? Rest in peace. One day, rest in peace, (laughs) old mate. Now, this is a segment where the Prince of Penn Hills, Benny Hogarth, gives us a travel tour and places his journey to, be it for work or pleasure. Week one, Doha. Week two, uh, the Africa's jewel, Ethiopia. Week three, we went to the subcontinent, Sri Lanka. Ben, where are we going today? Iran. Wow.
4: Yes. The capital? the much maligned country of Iran, which uh blew my mind. It's an incredible place. Um yeah, the what you're what you're brought up thinking about Iran is kind of like what you thought of uh Russia, you know, they're the part of the evil empire. Evil but when you go there, it's not such a it's okay. not like that.
2: The Reading about Tehran, they said the big main street that runs from one mm. end of the city to the other to the snow capped mountains.
4: Yeah, which it and flying to Tehran is one of the it's one of the most um, unbelievable flights in because yeah, the city is just sort of the backdrop of those mountains, those snow capped mountains. And um, yeah, it's an incredible city. It's it's kind of obviously the revolution in nineteen seventy nine and it's kind of like going back in time, like people are still walking around in bell bottom. Yep. jeans and stuff yes. and all the cars are really like 70s and old yep. so it's kind of like you're dropping into what was that movie with ben affleck argo mm, it's yeah, kind right. of there's a little bit of that feeling like, like cuba
0: cuba how that yeah, yeah 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 yeah
4: so like a lot of obviously you know there's still you know th- that that history still hasn't changed much mm. in, in Tehran. what's
0: uh it like did you go with your partner no i went by myself okay.
4: the, uh, australians can get a 15 day Visa straight oh, in, really? yeah, yeah, so you can land and pay for it on the spot. Okay, so a,
0: a Shia Islam,
2: there. Shia Islam, yeah, um, correct. So, um, as far as um, how big a hold does religion have on the people
4: there? I, when I was there, it's not it's not as big a hold as you would think. Like everyone knows about the Ayatollah and stuff, but what I experienced was like if you go to other parts in the Middle East, um, you know the the burkas and stuff are. It's pretty. Pretty strict. Like if you're in Doha, like it's all very strict for Qataris. In in Iran, you know the the heads the head are a little bit a little bit lower and they're a little bit more casual. Yeah. Yeah, they're the Persians. Well, they're, they're quite they're quite fun. Social people, they're really, they're really. You
0: know. I think if you go back to the seventies, Iran was like a beacon, one hundred percent, of freedom and pr- progress.
4: Part of the hippie trail,
0: yeah. You know, yeah. Which people is love to They call it
2: now that Tehran. They call it the city of lies mm. because when when like there's all speakeasies.
4: Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. We had some. We had, yeah. yeah the, some like good. obviously alcohol's not allowed, but yeah, if you, you know where it. to find it, how, you can find so it. So when did you go? Uh, I went in twenty fifteen.
3: So how how safe would it be now?
4: Well, obviously, they got hit really bad by COVID. In uh, traveling around, I would say it's one of the more, it's one of the safer places that I've been. Mm. I went there by myself. I travel around on buses, travel around on trains. It was what about
0: travelling just as a as a woman? Do you think it would be sweet? No dramas, as long as you uh, adhere to. Oh, I culture? would. S- I
4: would say it's a little bit different if you're travelling around as a female. Yeah, you'd probably want to go with a partner yeah. or some sort or a friend. I guess that's but, yeah. nearly most that's, places. It's yeah, yeah. travelling anywhere in any developing country. Yeah. right. we will take a break
2: after the uh, the break. Uh, the metal recyclers. Yeah, brought to you by Top Dollar Metal Recyclers. Visit topdollar.com.au. Ben, let's bring that back. Mm. Talking about uh, talking about uh, uh, Iran. Uh, a couple of places to go to outside of the capital, Tehran.
4: Yeah, uh, I would say in the middle, in the right, in the middle of Iran, there's a place called Yazd, which is a desert city made out of mud brick. Um, really. It's, it's, if you're backpacking, it's a really great little place for backpacking. Cheap, and there's a really good backpacking group, and you can get got a asleep. YMCA 100%. there. You can stay 100. Um, and the other place <laughs> is um, on, on, in the <laughs> in the in the far <laughs> in the far east. There's a there's a city known as Mashad. It's the it's basically the capital of the uh, Shia Muslim uh, faith. Yep. Uh, the, the mosque there makes um, the Vatican City look tiny. Really? And it's right on the border of Afghanistan. And people wow. will take you to the border of Afghanistan if you if you want to go down there, but it is incredible and um, I'm still my wife still buys rugs out of there with the wow. guy. Yeah. Oh, wow. Is that code? They- no, no, oh, no, 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 <laughs> no, <laughs> Persian, uh, Persian, Persian rugs. They are Persian rugs. Yeah, uh, we'll My wife buys a, Persian rugs from my right. <laughs> Slice
2: of <them> Denon <dead laughs> and coming up next. Oh, Webby, I want to be a polar bear. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. it's time for slice of denon. Her
3: love
2: over my She's a slice of heaven. One, denon, mate. <laughs> so that one did fade out No, yeah, I'm, t-
3: I'm timing the stingers, <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> okay. Um Dannon, who did you speak to off the podcast, mate? Mate spoke to the great Dale Fanukan, and I just oh, nice I just Basically, you know, I know the Sharks are getting raps, but we're talking about a coach in his first year of coaching. You know, he has not been an interim coach. He's only been an assistant coach. And I just wanted to get, I guess, give people a feel of a guy like Dalfanukin who is just universally respected. You can't find a bloke that talks poorly about him. He talks about why he joined the Sharkies.
7: I was really happy that the sharks were one of the options mm. because I'd had a relationship with Craig Fitzgibbon through the Origin, through Origin, yeah. and through Country Origin when he was the coach there as well. So, I think having that prior relationship and knowing what sort of person and play, like a uh, coach that he was, yeah. the fact that the Roosters had so much success based on his sort of defensive mentality because he's been the assistant and defensive coach yeah. there for a decade, so I knew that he was going to bring that defensive mindedness to the club as well and. Even talking to Nico, you know, since the pitch that I sort of, you know, every like the coach and the head of football or whatever, obviously pitching to go to their club,
6: yeah.
7: it was everything, everything that I wanted to hear, yeah, and it yeah. was, and it's been delivered on since then. Yeah. So, you know, the, just the the culture that he's brought to the club, the defensive mindedness, all that sort of stuff, was what he spoke about, and it's come to fruition, and yeah. that was what I wanted to be a part of moving forward.
2: Now, in about 10 minutes we're going to talk about uh, Cronulla versus the Cowboys and preview that game but let's talk about foruken like uh, um, one of Craig probably Craig Bellamy's favorite all-time player to coach uh, they said he was the best ever number one of all time in the uh, the storm notorious uh, infamous uh, army camp said he was <coughs> he led the, the way. standout
3: yeah
0: yeah, it's it's just Dale Finucane. As as you you know, we just said he is beloved by the Storm. And actually, I find it interesting. I wonder if the Storm had a known mm. Cheese was going to the Roosters, would have they let go uh, Dale? I, I, it would have been interesting. But just back to Dale, uh, an incredible player. And and I just think that okay, he's been a little bit in and out with injury. Not too bad this year, but a lot of the standards that you know, we speak about, Chad Townsend with Todd Payton. And you need a player on the field that's almost hand in glove. You know, the coach is the hand, the player is the glove. And that's what I think Dale represents with Craig Fitzgibbon. Uh, you like that? I love that. Mm, I'm going to use very it. Very good. Yeah, no worries, mate. No Just worries. But, you, well,
3: you know, don't worry. not easy, uh, He sounds like Craig Fitzgibbon when he talks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. He sounded exactly like yeah. him. Yeah. Remember Finucane was getting, um, he had a lot of, lot of clubs after him. Yeah, he did I think the Tigers Tigers him went a big, nine hundred well, or something? They, they, yeah.
0: they went big, but after they were going after David Pangai Junior. Mm. and Pangai Junior. Um, basically, you know, went the so, other way. So, so, it's, who, so
3: for yeah. mine though, you're right though. Like it is, it was like of all the clubs he could have gone to, it's like it's almost like Fitzy picking the Sharks. Like I mean, they yeah. both picked the right club, yeah, yes. and it's worked out and, beautifully for him. And
2: Nico Hines. like Nico. you know, what a perfect fit. You know, going there with Dale, and then but then going under a coach like Fitzy. Um, He's made integrity and work ethic. That's what – see, a lot of these clubs, uh, they looked at it and they balked at Dale, a number of clubs, because they said, oh, you know, he's only maybe got a couple of years left. It wasn't just what Dale gives you on the field. It's what he gives mm. you off the field. Mm. And you look at, like, the effect he's on Andrew Fita. Oh. Like, you know, like – and they say that's one of the things that he and McGuinness, like, they just train their asses off. Every mm. single day they turn up and they're consistent. They just train mm. hard. And that's just washed over – the teammates and,
3: and no and no player symbolises it more than Moylan.
7: Oh, wow! I mean, way. Matty
3: Moylan was on the was on the you know coming to the end of his career. It was, it was, people thought he was he was cooked, but mm.
0: mate, he's been one of their best. Well, and the interesting thing with Dale, I, I never understood the argument of like, oh, you know, he's he's only got a few years left. Because if you spoke to anyone that's dealt with Dale, let's let's say you did go into the worst case scenario with Dale, where he had one year and then, or he had two years, and then the next two he he struggled, he couldn't in the field. I think Dale is such an honest bloke that if you sat down with him and said, mate, you're clearly not playing footy, we need to work out a way to ease you out and, and find some money for the future,
2: Dale would do that. No doubt. He would
0: do that. No doubt. No doubt. So, so I just never understood um, that uh, idea that, that he was on the out and he couldn't play another three or four years. Talking talking to my young bloke, Cooper, who was living for
2: a couple of seasons there, he just goes, mate, he he said his, his whole week – was just perfectly planned. It was every single week he did the same thing, ate, ate the same thing, did the same thing. He said, even at training, he said, every, all the boys would go, here we go, here we go, watch this, and he'd go, he'd sit on the sideline, he'd put his boots on steady, then he'd just stand up and go three big bre- breaths and just sprint for fifty <laughs> meters. <I go>, there <laughs> oh, he goes, there he
3: goes. Didn't you? Didn't he tell the story on your show the other week about having breakfast in the shower? Yeah. De- time right. management. He, he'd
2: get up at exactly at the same time, and to make sure <laughs> that he arrived at training the exact time, he said uh, he'd sometimes... He'd, Breakfast in the shower. <laughs> I, I said, what sort of breakfast? Like bacon and eggs? He had no, no, no porridge. No, porridge.
0: <laughs> you know, but like what's... It, it's stuff like that. It's great in setting standards for the team. But it's also great for a bit of laugh. It gets the boys up. Yep. And it, it seems kind of contradictive because you're like, he's the serious guy. But it actually gets the boys up and about right. seeing him run out and like that. Another thing in the interview that, um, that I had with him that I just thought, if you ever need an example of this bloke's class, it, it was this. So basically... I asked him, you know, the Sharkies were interested. He's like, yep, really interested, and I wanted to go with them. And I was like, you know, what other club was interested? And in my head, I'm thinking this is going to be a great snippet because we get to see who was really keen on Dale and because then we can see, you know, what plans they're making with rosters. And the first thing he said was there were plenty of other clubs interested, but I'm not going to say who they are because I don't want to, you know, yeah. ruffle any feathers or whatever. Yeah, that's
2: right. I, I, other players listening, oh, hang on, here's my spot. They were going to, have, yeah, that's right. That's class, That's
0: pure it? class, whereas most yeah. players would have, ego-wise, would have said, you know this was interested. This was interested. He's a class act in the Sharkies. I, I I know they're getting raps, but I still don't think they're getting enough raps. They they finished second. Yeah, I know. second yeah, they did. It was funny
2: too. He got there, like our, again the young bloke came back for Christmas last year. Cooper, and my suddenly he's playing the guitar and singing, and I was like, where where like who are, who are you? Like where would this come from? He said Dale taught me. Because he's no an unbelievable singer,
0: isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah, incredible. He loves Ed Sheeran. He, that's his, He's uh, you know, basically I don't know, Idol, but it's his favorite yeah. singer, uh, mate. Yeah. So Darvhanukin, what they're what they're building there at the Sharkies, it to my understanding, and Webby, you might know more about this financially off field. They're really in a strong place with the real estate they've got. I think the Sharkies, if there is one team, I would pick to be the next real powerhouse.
2: Yeah. I think it's the Sharkies. Yeah, it, headed for a good. Next five years, yep. you can see that, which is
3: bizarre because they were the they struggled for so long. Even when no. they when they comp, they were struggling. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, boys. Some of the sides. Quick discussion about some of the sides that have gone. Denon, the Broncos, right? Isn't it funny? That the Broncos six weeks ago were going, mate. Yeah, they they very much, they might be top four, and you think about the off season that would follow a top four finish. It was it'd be just like you know ce- you know celebrations, confidence, mm. praise. The Broncos are back, mate. This off season. Again, it's just going to be filled with rumour, innuendo, pressure.
3: Killing season. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: I, 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 reckon, I,
3: I reckon some coaches might go in the off-season.
0: Yeah. I, I reckon I – reckon, I don't know whether it's going to be coach or players, but I think some movement is going to happen to the Broncos. But another, I guess, un, uh, something that hasn't probably been talked about, I wonder whether how much it has affected their chances of jagging a player like Munster. Totally agree. If they finish top four, it is a clear indication of we are so close to a premiership. Whereas, Whereas thought, Munster looks yeah. to him now and goes... Dan, oh, really? when, mm. when
2: it came out that the Broncos were keen on Munster, I thought to myself, well, I reckon that's where he'll go. Mm. Here's a side. They're about to sort of climb back to being the, one of the apex sides. Yeah. Uh, on the bounce back, all these... And I thought, man, that's very attractive. He go, was a Broncos fan Bron- up. Broncos fan. And suddenly, man, the way that season's finished. Who
0: would um, go... Th- who Honestly, like, it sounds crazy, but who would go there right now? Like, okay, yeah, we're in a better position. To but br- co- To Brisbane. Mm. To Brisbane? Oh, I
3: don't know. Mm. Still... We don't even
0: the coach. The coach is under pressure. Mm.
3: Which... But the, okay. Bronco- the Broncos will always be able to attract players, won't they?
0: Uh, mm. We struggled for for a few well, years there. Well,
2: I tell you what, it was looking like really bad timing.
3: I'd rather go to the Broncos than some of the other bottom. really, oh, yeah, really yeah. struggling now. Teams.
0: Now for sure. But I think that if you're a top top tier player, you would hesitate more than you would hesitate at say. Essentially, south. you know, yeah. south roosters, yep. e- yep. eels—they've yes. become saws. that
2: sort of next tier down. Whereas Broncos used to just pick, oh, just that's... go boom, boom, yeah. boom. Um, it, it was looking like really bad timing for the uh, the Dolphins. Like, like suddenly the Broncos, uh, yeah. Dolphins come in and the Broncos reemerge. But now, you know, they're looking and going, well, you know, mm. if sides are going, like, am I going to go play under Wayne or, I, or do I go under the uncertainty? But I thought
3: it was a really interesting comment yeah. from Ben Iken this week when he said, "Yeah, we're going to have to ask some serious questions of the yeah. coach." Mm. In the in the in the end of season review, and I thought that was pretty pointed. So, it's um, I just
0: the thing with that is, regardless of whether you think Kevy can or can't coach, those losses were not coaching decision losses. They were not selections. They were not plays. They were not game plans. They were purely attitude, and it's evidence of a young squad because a young squad turns around and says, "I don't like this. I don't like that." and they go, it's not my fault, it's everyone else's fault. Whereas an older, experienced squad goes, regardless of how we feel, yep. we have a duty to this jersey to so, play well. Some of those players,
2: those young players, really hit the wall. Mm. Selwyn hit the wall. Ezra, like a number of them is really post- hit the wall. Origin? Can you I, put, I, is I, it just
3: post-origin? Can you just put it down to that, or is it more? I
2: think there's I think, I think there's a number of factors. I think there was, I think during the post-origin period where the, where the gas just started to go out of the tank, they suffered a couple of bad losses, and I reckon – Confidence just Went fell down. away. Momentum just disappeared. His pain
3: hasn't been the same player.
2: No, he hasn't. Um, no. Just quickly, before we go to oh, – we've got a couple of minutes here. Tigers, that last performance. Oh, man. Yeah, and I, I said before, I was sitting with Michael Maguire watching the game, and at one point it was – see you later, Ben. He's, off, he's leaving
3: early. He's going to – He's going to, come, to, see, he's mate,
2: going well, to well played today, mate. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> off to buy some, off to buy no, some rugs. No worries. Off to buy some rugs. Other yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> person rugs. No, that's good. Mate, that last performance when it was forty-two 0 with ten minutes to go before half time, I'm sitting there going, mate,
3: this could be, this could hit hundred. Well, but I love that the chairman Lee tell Pentelis said in the pre-match function, "We're going to win today. We're going to win." When all else fails, there's always delusion.
2: When they they chaired Jimmy Roberts off with the crowd booing the team. That's like that's one of those ones where it's your last time it game. wasn't
3: really like a Wayne Pierce no. sort of send-off in nineteen ninety-one. Jimmy it? would have been
2: when they're trying to hoist him on their shoulders with a oh. cold crowd booing you oh. going, No,
3: please don't. Oh. No, <laughs> down. Uh, maybe
0: not. Uh. Yeah, maybe not. Uh. One thing I'll say quickly about the Tigers is what I cannot understand for the life of me is, you know, the rhetoric kind of has been, okay, Tim Sheen's just coming in. It's a new era next year. It's a new era. Why didn't that error start as immediately yep. as Michael Maguire? I cannot for the life of me how they didn't say when Michael Maguire was gone, boys, it's <sighs> the new hour right now. Yep. And this is it doesn't matter how we go at this, this season, we're yep. building for next year. And instead they went,
3: Naughty, this is yours, baby. Oh, oh and poor Noddy. Like no, yeah, what the Now, f- now this off. is no this is no disrespect to Joe Hoffa and Goway at all. But he was this week voted their players player. So half the season off the bench. To me, that's not what that's not what a, a firing football club... No. Like, their best players need to be their, their players in key positions. Well, well if, you look,
2: if you look at Cronulla, one of the keys to Cronulla is that all of their players are playing to their potential. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, they, they, they're not a superstar team. All of those players, if, though, if, play to their if potential. If you're
3: Luke Brooks and Tim Sheen to say, no, 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 he's going nowhere, he's here for the rest of his career...
0: Going, on. oh, please let me oh, out of the gulag. Whoa. Just quickly with the Tigers oh, as well. Let like, me go. they be free. Most clubs have, like, backed at least one of their spine players. I would argue that not a single one of their current spine players are fully backed by the club. Yeah, I agree. Is I agree. bizarre. Yep,
2: definitely. And they just keep changing the But it's all
0: right.
3: They've got a centre of excellence. So they'll be ah, okay. <laughs>
2: Oh dear. <laughs> Will we move on to my nights. No, let's leave that alone. We'll take a break. <laughs> Sound advice next. Whatever you bet on, take it to the next level. Gamble responsibly. And we've got Timsy on the line. Timsy, welcome, pal. Morning, Maddie. Thanks for having me back. Mate, it is always our pleasure. Thanks for taking a little bit of time outside of the. <laughs> The Jacuzzi. I was, say, I was going to say the Yakuza, but uh, no, not the Japanese Mafia. Uh, mate, Panthers up against Parramatta tonight. It's going to be wet and slippery out there.
1: Yeah, what a way to kick off the finals, this one, Matty. Understandable, the Panthers are our one 40 favourites at Neds, but a really intriguing one, given that the Eels have already beaten them twice this year. So maybe a bit of value on offer for the upset here. $2.95, probably even more so at $2 line, 7.5 points.
2: Now, hard to split these two. The Sharks at home crucially against the Cowboys.
1: Yeah, Profiles is the match of the week, this one, in my opinion, Matty. Wouldn't a win for the Cows be enormous? I know I wouldn't want to be an away play in a Townsville prelim. Uh, Their good record on the road this season is what they're going to be leaning on here because they are $2.15 outside of it, Ned. The Sharks, $1.72, $2.00 lines, two and a half points.
2: Now, this is the one I'm looking forward to. Sunday afternoon, Allianz Stadium. It's on again, Roosters versus Bunnies.
1: Yeah, the Roosters ten point winners when they clashed last week. Everything on the line here, though. I think this one's going to go right down to the wire. The Roosters currently $1.60. dollar sixty. The bunnies two thirty five. Two $2.00 dollar lines, four and a half points.
2: Mm, I like the bunnies in this one, Timsey. Mate, uh, you have a great uh, have a, a great weekend. Take it easy. We'll speak to you next week.
1: Back to the Yakuza for me, Matty. Thanks. Have a good weekend. <laughs> 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 That's Jared
2: Timms and people. Gamble responsibly.
5: Neds Same Game Multi is available on more sports than ever before. Take it to the Neds level. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858.
2: Yeah, sound advice coming up uh, after we uh, preview these big uh, Saturday of finals. First up, Amy Park, Melbourne. Um, Melbourne Storm versus the Canberra Raiders. Loser gone. Winner will play uh, either Penrith or Parramatta. Boys, a lot of people predicting an upset in this one. There's no doubt that the Canberra style worries Melbourne. They play unorthodox. They don't get bogged down in the middle of the field, play a bit of sideline to sideline, and Ricky against Belly They're mates. They're
3: mates, but... but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I've interviewed Ricky for a big piece in the City Morning Herald tomorrow. Yep. To make sure you go out and buy it.
2: How, um, how was he?
3: He was good. He was... <laughs> I've got a good relationship with Ricky I've actually declared I almost feel like you have to do this these days i declared in the story that we've got a close relationship with him Because I love him Because you know where you stand with him Mm. Unlike most duplicitous people in rugby league You know where you stand, good or bad Um, He seemed really relaxed I think he he won't talk at all publicly about the week off And even what he did Um, I think he felt uh, I think he felt embarrassed by it Not embarrassed by it But he felt like he let down his club Right. But I think the week off has been the best thing for him. Um, and the story that I've written for tomorrow was just how there was a real disconnect between him and those senior players. Tarpenny, yeah. Hodgson, George Williams left. And that was a real issue there last year. And, and he talks yeah. tomorrow for the Herald about how he took just the senior players, senior staff away and just thrashed it out. Everything was on the wow. table. And that's why I reckon all those senior players have aimed up yeah. at the tough times this mm. year.
2: He's won grand finals, Ricky. He's made grand finals. I reckon this is one of his best ever years of coaching Mm. for what he's dealt with and his ability to change. Like, you know, there was a lot of those relationship issues. He's got through that. Uh, They looked an unhappy club the first half of the year. They Mm. just, everything looked like an effort. Uh, You can see that halfway through the season, he had the nows to go, okay, this is not working. Let's change. Mm -hmm. And almost like the week after they played South and they were just playing sideline to sideline and and backing themselves and, and just the improvement in the players, Bloody hell, mate. If they make a run through the finals, Hudson Young's going to give Mal Meninga a lot of food for thought, putting him on the plane. He, he's been one of the best forwards at the back end of this season.
0: Yeah, no, totally agree in regard to Hudson Young. And I think it doesn't get talked about a lot. And it's, it's due to Ricky, you know, no excuses. He lost his number seven in, mm. in Williams. Then he uh, recruited a number seven, was injured for the first half of the year. He lost his number nine for the whole year, mm. and these are so after six minutes of the first game. Exactly, you know. So we, we look at Manly and we go, "Wow, they didn't have Tom. They didn't have Tom." Well, we're sitting here with the Raiders. They didn't have Hodgson. He's yeah. their captain. Yeah. I mean, I know he stepped down, but he's their main guy. He, he in previous years he was as important to them as Smith was to the absolutely, store. Yeah. absolutely. But, and yeah. so I agree with you. I think if this happened five years ago, I think Ricky as a coach, the whole place implodes and he rebuilds everything. Mm. I think the mature better coach that he's become. I think it's incredible that w- what he's done this right. year. Incredible. Let's
2: have a talk both where they're coming from here. So the Raiders win an absolute cakewalk, 58-10. As we said before, if they kept their foot down, they score at least 80. Uh, whereas the Melbourne Storm win a really gritty tough, or lose, sorry, a gritty tough 20-14 to loss, three tries each. That's one thing that does concern me about the Raiders.
3: They've come in soft.
2: Is they've come in off a, a game where it was basically, you know, and, and no, no fault of their own, but touch football. Mm. It was a touch football intensity from the Tigers.
3: And, see, I don't know. People have seemed to be putting a red line through Melbourne. I uh, know. But, How many but, times has this happened? But exactly. Oh, okay. But th- this is the time when they actually, this is where they come out and and show why they're so good. Mm. You know, I, yeah. I think, I find it, I think it's much closer than people think.
2: uh um, I thought that uh, last week I've never seen Melbourne make so many errors of their own accord. Things that I, I don't. Not gonna,
3: they, they rarely. I know they've lost this year back to back, but they rarely yeah. put in bad performances back to back.
2: I tell you what, I reckon hurt them when, when they beat uh, they beat Penrith in a really gritty game, fourteen nil. And I know Penrith had you know, Cleary was missing. And, but it was a really gritty performance, a typical Manly, uh, Melbourne performance, and all the data they got from that game showed it was like it was finals intensity and I thought yep yeah, this this is this is where you can see Melbourne coming back, but then suddenly they played the Broncos, which was just a complete cakewalk. Mm. They just gave it to them. and watching Melbourne in the last year and a half, that type of game isn't good for them. I saw. Last week against Parramatta, I saw them be a bit frivolous with the football. Saw them make sort of careless errors, mm. which is not them.
0: Yeah. it's The Storm are so interesting because I, I agree. I, I felt like there was a period there where they had that lull and then they came back and they almost were playing, you know, pre-2017 yes, Storm. they were. Just gritty, refused to give up, just give you absolutely nothing. And then you're right. Then they go to play the Broncos and then it's the new Storm of these points coming out of nowhere. Oh, look, I think the, the Storm are favourites, but I, I, I know the Raiders have had a soft run, but I actually like that for the Raiders because right. yep. just get them on a wave, this confidence, because they just need to play three good games, essentially, or four. I mean, if they get into a grand final, I think that's a win for them. Definitely. Um, I think Storm will just pip them, but mm. honestly, it's almost 50-50 the, for This game is exactly in Ricky's sweet spot.
2: This yeah. is exactly what he loves. Okay, second one that night. This, geez, this is a tough one to pick. Cronulla at home, though up against the Cowboys. If Cowboys win, they you know, either side wins, they get a week off. But the loser will face either the Roosters or the Bunnies, which is, that's man, that that's that's, that's a tough rebound. Uh, what are you thinking, boys? Can, we're we're, can, we're a Cronulla at firstly, Webby, because they've won a win. Not a, important, it was a nil against the Dogs, but it wasn't a great performance. And last week against the Knights, they turned up with an attitude that they basically thought They were just going to be able to canter to win.
3: I reckon Fitzy will have them ready. Have them, have them and going. they're at home. It's, I think that's a big, what does Joey call it? The Bermuda Triangle. Hard to win there. What's the weather doing tomorrow night?
2: Well, of course, it's a shark park. You know, it'll be a, a crazy southerly and it'll be pissing down. Yeah. Mm. <laughs>
3: My, my, <laughs> my, own,
0: <laughs> <laughs> my only, I think Brian Bury. That's a, <laughs> <laughs> that's, great. that's all from us tonight. <laughs> <and> Nine <News. laughs> My only concern with the Sharkies is they've, they've got the most the big, uh, the worst error rate in the competition. It's around twelve a game. And what I loved about the Cowboys' performance uh, last week was they're real danger games. Because you go in and you're basically mm. playing New South Wales Cup. So you go and you go. Look, no matter what, we're going to win. We're going to win. But what I loved about the Cowboys' performance is they actually completed around 90% for yeah. most of the game. And that shows side that they have a standard. doesn't matter where it's the biggest game. Look, it's easy to show your standards in big games because everyone gets up for it. It's hard to show your standards yes. in the low games. Yes. And so I'm actually backing the Cowboys to an upset. Mm. I think they – look, Ooh, I love what wow. the Sharks have done. Yeah. But I think that I think the Cowboys win in a gritty, gritty performance. Jeez, Va- Just
2: oh, to Val Holmes is plenty oh. good. Like oh, I love that tough line he runs at centre. Cent- the centre position I was talking to Cronk about this the other day has evolved into a really blue collar position. You know, you lead the key chase, sort of have tough, tough runs. What there's position? Not a, Sorry, uh, centre. Yes, it's not a. It's not the blue ribbon position it once was. Mm. Yeah, you, know, no, like you, like,
3: you always needed a strike centre. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yes. it's not really now. there's, uh,
2: like I heard them not talking about. Uh, uh, Swali sort of going, oh well, you know he should move into the centre. Ah, no, no, wing yeah. is wing is a more important position if you you know the, as far as uh, getting the most out of someone's talent. If, if mm. you
3: listen to the art dealer. Friend of his, oh. he should play as a fullback. He should be a fullback. Get rid of Teddy. That okay. sort of publicity wasn't that was du- yeah. that was the
0: dumbest thing if I've you, ever. Heard. If you're a friend of Sawalhi, how can you say that thinking that's a good thing for no, Sawalhi exactly. right now? No, that, that's, because
3: that yeah. that certain art dealer likes getting his name in the paper. Yeah, right.
2: Uh, now, now, yeah, cop that. Yes, Ch- <laughs> hey, interesting. Before we'll take a break Stick in a second, up. just quickly. Chatty Townsend yeah. up against the Sharks. I loved his comment the other
0: day. How are you feeling about this? I can't wait. Mm. Mate, Chatty Towns and the strongest hairline in the game, but amazing. Oh, it's actually, seriously. going further <laughs> yeah, down, I love some of that. What Honestly. I could do
2: with that, I'd braid it. <laughs> <laughs> if I turned up with dreadlocks next week, remember the ones David Beckham had that time? Remember oh, he had the yes. oh how bad? <laughs> 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 oh, that your finest moment, Uh Webby. Denon likes uh, North Queensland. What are you
3: thinking? I just I think Cronulla because they're at home. Yeah. I'm I'm tend to be with you there. We'll oh, take just, a break. Sorry.
0: sorry, just going to say right quickly. Down. What's going to be really interesting is 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 Chad Townsend's conventional. Heinz is like this new age half. Yep. It's like almost like old versus new. So I just can't wait for that matchup. That'd be terrific.
2: We'll take a break. Sound advice next. Okay, oh. it's time for sound advice, people. Now, last month without Jack Johns here, we've we've done a lot of great Australian albums. Today, album is again. It's a, it's a great Australian album, a largely forgotten one. Jets debut album, Get Born. Jack Johns, hey mate, really appreciate you making the time to come on today. Yeah, mate, I've, I've seen to have uh, I've seen to have finally found my way back to uh,
8: SDN on Fridays, yeah.
2: Jack, this is an album that we played a lot in the car, Trips Down the Highway to Newcastle.
8: Yeah, it, well, I think this album and uh, Queen's Best Of was the first two albums I had growing up, like this little this weird CD voucher, and then uh, uh, a sus, was this sus stereo that he gave me as a kid. Um, oh, God. Yeah.
3: Can I feel up? Just like, quickly, how, can a, it. how
8: can a stereo system be
3: sus? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, did uh, oh, I Do put a dress on it? Or?
3: <laughs> my, my first album was Hits Alive 85. <laughs> <laughs> what an album.
2: <laughs> Mine was over the top, 1981, first song, Mickey. Um, <laughs> Oh, God. Shout out. Rest in peace, Tony Brassel. Um, Jack, Tony Brassel? Yeah. Oh, no. was it Tony Bassel? I don't hey, know. Tony Brassel's hey, the oh, Sky yeah. Racing expert. Sorry, Jack. What were you saying?
8: <laughs> and he's still alive. Yeah, yeah, the brass. Oh, mate, I hate his tips. I'm, every time I back his tips, it never seems to win. Yeah. So send he's... some hate out for the brass. Yeah. <laughs> now it's
2: Tony Bassel. Tony Bassel. She wrote. She sung... Mickey, I don't know, rest in peace. Oh, old Mickey, mate. what a pity you don't understand. You're now dead. Take you by the hand when I take, anyway. I'll be... <laughs> Joe, Jack, um, question on Jet right off the top. Uh, Chris Sester, of course, one of the great singers. Where did this band go to? Why did they break up?
8: Yeah, they sort of didn't get um, their last album, Shaka Rock, actually got got it, had some good songs there. It had uh, She's a Genius 17. But they sort of went out the door real quick. He actually he moved away. Was Nick, I think it might have been Nick Sester. He, uh they're their the, brothers, Chris mm. and Nick Sester. Um, one of them moved away to Italy. Yeah. Um, mm. So mm. yeah, they, they went they went off the wall. But they, they had three pretty pretty three good albums um, here in Australia. That that did quite, this was obviously um, their debut one, which mm. is um, considered probably uh, their best but and sold the best. But a lot of that has to do with a bit of timing as well.
2: Yeah, and you're right, Jack, and timing. If you listen to this one, this album, it's almost got there's elements of this which have an ACDC feel to it. The next album, what happened, Jack, and I think crucially for the band and the direction they went, was that they toured the world with Oasis in between, and they put out the album Shine On, which in my opinion, like the music that I like, I find it a far more superior album. But as you said
8: before, it just didn't sell as well. Yeah. T- timing wise, like there's a lot that sort of, that sort of impacted the band. Um, Cause it came out in 2003, but they released a lot of singles. So they had, are you going to like on this album? They go, are you going to be my girl? Roll over G- DJ. Look what you've done. Cold hard. Um, that word. I don't know if I can use that word. Yeah, you can. can. I'm f- yeah. Oh, bitch. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hey. well, that hey. Hey. I hey. thought you were going
3: to say dude. Don't, <laughs> don't take your night's aggression out on us. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long year. Yes. Um, <laughs> get, get me and get me out of here. So those five singles, were, they,
8: were, they were all released. So were you referring <laughs> to the <laughs> nights then? <name? laughs> <laughs> no, that was their fifth single. Um, they, um, they, Yes, they released these singles before they actually released the album and then um, then they released the album on top of it, which obviously had plenty of, plenty of, um, had plenty of backing, um, from all the, the radio airplay with the singles, but they also like really good timing with all the Apple ads when the iPod was coming out, were come, oh, were being weird. released. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, um, Are You Gonna Be My Girl was one of those, you know, they had like three or four tracks. They had like Journeys, um, Don't Stop Believing and a few other ones that were getting played around the world, um, you know, you know the ads are, it was like silhouettes dancing. Mm. Yeah, 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 I remember. Yes, I remember that. It was is a they, movie. Uh, um, one
2: of my favorite movies, Bring It On, uh as well, Bring god, It On I too. Bet
4: it is. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that doesn't surprise oh, me. Oh god. Why did, Jack, can I ask this? So when was Wolf Mother, when did they sort of
2: Wolf Mother were? Uh, they were just a little bit 2000s. Yeah, so like these
3: this. these two bands sort of were like this new genre of really sort of, it's sort of like a rebirth of Australian rock, really, wasn't it? It absolutely was. Yeah. It was. But then you, they they yeah. didn't last
2: the course. No, it didn't. Like, of course, Chuck, have you heard from our man there, from uh, Wolf Mother? I mean, yeah. you, you caught I up do, with I, him I, recently.
8: Yeah, he watches a, a few night games every now and then. He keeps saying, well, I'm missing the tackle, so um, <laughs> but that, that doesn't help. Does he,
3: know it, does he know anything of British Columbia Wolves? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, oh, British Columbia? No. Yeah.
8: You know, just we just did a story today
2: about a, a, a woman who now identifies as a British Columbian wolf. I mean, they're the best kind of wolves, as you know. Okay. Jack, is is the have you seen this? Have you seen this band in concert? Did you get to see Jet?
8: Yeah, actually, I did because they cause they disappeared for a while after their third album, which was I think it was well before, maybe two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Um, I went and saw them in twenty eighteen um, in Newcastle. They came and did like a, a tour. A brief tour when they were doing sort of I do know Zoo gigs for a bit, and then they popped up to Newcastle at the next, and I went and watched it then. But they were they were, they were really good, actually. They had a good crowd too. What well,
3: what was it Taronga Park? Yeah, um, oh, they, they do today. those Tronga twilight
8: Zoo. concerts every now and then at Taronga Zoo. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: You ever they seen might, those? No? Yeah,
8: yes, yeah. They haven't. Yeah, just outside the
2: Komodo dragon <laughs> exhibition, I think it is. <laughs> Sorry, Beak.
0: Hey, uh, Jackson, it's Beaky. here. How you going, mate? Good Beak, how are you, mate? Can you, can you bring some sweets, please? <laughs> now, uh, they always say, well, not they always say, but they say that, like, the first album, sometimes the reason why it is the best is they've had their whole lives to write it, and then the second album, they've only got a year or two. Do you think, like, the reason they fell off was because um, of, like, a lack of talent, or is it because of, you know, infighting and all that kind of stuff? Well, that's, that's a good question. They,
8: it was, I don't think it was infighting, because um, I'm not a pretty strong band, be- like, they stuck together pretty thick but um they got compared to other bands a lot like so i've done a lot of research on other bands over the years but i've never seen a band literally get compared to past bands more than jet i think they've been compared to the beatles they can like trying to rip off sort of tracks so like songs like the beatles acdc yeah. uh, iggy pop um the supremes There's all these bands phil collins like there's all these different bands that people compare them to i think it And might have just worn them out in the end. Yeah, the three albums aren't. There's no. There's not a real bomb there. They're they're three pretty quality albums. I think they might have. And I've just
2: got sick of it all. I, I remember when I, I only saw them. They did a performance at the Arias once, which I was nominated for an award. Bring back the Biff, remember that song, Greg? Were you Reagan? nominated for an yes, aria? Yes, for, I was. In what category? Uh, I don't know what it was, well, uh, but well, I didn't win. I was, know, in the, I was in the toilet when I heard, and I said, "Oh no!" This I was dressed oh. as Reg, <laughs> 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 uh, and we're I, doing the red carpet, mm. Weber. Anyway, I'm walking along and there's me as Reg Reagan and Trish and (laughs) next to us was Nick and Chris Sester and they've got their girlfriends and they are literally tongue-kissing on the red carpet. (laughs) And Trish looks at Reg and goes... Where's that, mine? Why why aren't we doing that? And I said because I'm Reg and you're Trish. That's why. Uh, and
7: you
3: didn't win it. What 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 was the category? I, I think it best... was best parody or something like that. Oh. Yeah. Well, I just thought you know Fatty and Sturlow's backup vocals were so good. in them. Yeah, and they just
2: wanted
8: to be
3: there. Yeah, so, so, much. So, you keen. See that. so keen. So uh, keen. Jack, A I'll, plus I'll, to I'll,
8: F minus. Cobra, I would have loved to have seen who you were nominated alongside because that would have been quite a quite the mix. I tell you that um, that, that that I tell you who won. Um, that flip, Peter Hellier.
2: He won. I don't know what it was for, but anyway, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah.
3: Beaten um, by Peter Hellier. Yeah, God. Wow. <laughs> Give it up, Johns. Yes.
2: <laughs> Righto, Jack. Well done,
8: mate. Uh, now, are you are you home now, mate? I've just arrived home. I'm going for a beer with um, with Andrew uh, in about half an hour over in the east. So I better duck across the bridge. You're going.
2: You sorry. You've come home to see me, <laughs> and you're taking off to go over to the bridge to catch up with
8: Joey. Yeah, because you know he's um he's a lot of fun, especially on Friday afternoons. Uh, <laughs> tell him Luke Kirry sends his best. <laughs>
2: Good <laughs> on you, Jack.
8: See you, man. Uh, we're
2: we'll back with our tips in a second. Yeah, welcome back. It's uh, pointing end of the show now. Uh, shortly, we're going to give you our uh, tips for the weekend. But uh, Denon, talk about UFC. UFC has been cancelled.
0: Well, no, the press conference has been cancelled. Yes, oh. so there's a pa- reportedly, uh, the press conference was cancelled due to a fight backstage. And so Dana White hasn't said exactly. You won't elaborate. But journalists are saying that it was between uh, Kamzat Shimev, um and Nate Diaz's people, and there were over 100 people involved. That's what's being reported the blue, at the moment. In the blue backstage. What great publicity for the fight. Mate, exactly, exactly.
3: You know, they need more blues at NRL press
0: conference. Yes,
2: yes, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, mate, they do it well. They, they are... Um, I mean, I'm not going to like. I was going to say the WWE, not as far as the fighting. I mean, it's but it's just as far as how they promote the event. It is brilliant. Speaking the what of which,
3: what, what about Black Sabbath just played with Ozzy Osbourne played at halftime in the uh, in the Rams Rams yeah. game in for round one, and, oh. the, and, and the match was opened by The Rock. Remember he did it yeah, Super Bowl. he
2: did Super Bowl too.
0: What, what I um, love about the UFC as well is they've kind of broken convention where a lot of people say, "Oh, you can't say that," and you can't do that. Oh, the club, the 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 company will get rid of you if you say this. Dana Watch says, no. Go for it. Go for it. Let's you know, just do whatever you
3: They well, you know what though, but I reckon though the way that their approach to media and their athletes is, is, is like starting to seep into other sports. Have you ever heard uh athletes drop the F bomb so much in, mm. in in interviews these yeah. days? Yeah. yeah they love sure.
2: it. Yeah. It's just become yeah, it's just sort of washes over. That's funny. Isn't... Like that. You know the yeah.
3: Guardian newspaper when I was over there recently? The Guardian newspaper, they leave just leave the swear words in. There's no dot, dot, dot. It's interesting. For the F word, I know that. when we first Put started that in doing, the paper. When we first started
2: doing the podcast on nine they they were leaving a few of the Fs in. One was because our uh, editor um, sort of watching, half-watching, and just left a lot of the Fs in. Let it go through. Yeah, it went through to the keeper. Oh, right. Uh, I, I tell you one the other day, talking about the UFC, Ty Tuavasa when he fought Cyril Gain the other day. Mate. What a fight. What a warrior he is. I thought he had him. Yeah, when he, he dropped in. Cyril Gain. Yep. Um, Man, mate. I, what a, talking about selling yourself, mate. Sometimes when you when you don't win, you still win. The way he pre, the way he presents himself, mm. man, he's good. Ty,
0: he's you know what he's really good at is that you know we have a a very a typical kind of Aussie person that represented to the world very ochre and Aussie. Bam Bam represents a, a growing. Um, kind of sector of Australia, of yep. Western Sydney. Yep. And he does it so well. Like he's got the Aussie larrikin in him, but he obviously also has the Western Sydney side of him. And he represents it like he couldn't be more entertaining. He couldn't be more entertaining, but also he lives in Breezer. He doesn't talk about, you know, I'll fight anyone, do anything. He goes out there and will literally fight anyone, anytime.
2: Talking to him about you know his rugby league career and why he went away, and I said, you know, what was it? And He goes, you know, it's just coaches, man. And he goes, they get there, they come off after the game. And he said, one coach just goes, come on, boys, tell me what's going on. And he said, I just went, mate, we're not, we're this, we're this, we're this, and he goes, hey man, don't be so negative. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, I just went, stuff that. I'm just going to go and do my thing. Yeah, and he has incredible. Yeah, incredible. We'll take a quick break. we we'll be back with our uh, tips for the weekend. Yes, and welcome back to the show to wind it up. Uh, Maccabi Diva Stakes this weekend. I'm going to go for alligator blood.
3: You've uh, won off of, that before, haven't I? We? Have
2: at eleven to one. Uh, it'll be a bit of value, and I think it's a uh, big chance. And in the rugby league, I'm going to go Penrith one to twelve tonight. And I said this before: Nathan Cleary to be first, second, or third try scorer.
3: Uh, I've just got a, a league multi. South off the stick. Latrell to score. Johnston to score. Teddy to score. You heard it here first. Oh, unless it doesn't. Happen.
0: Wow, I've That'd got uh, Cowboys for the upset. Leilua to score, and Dearden to score.
2: Uh, Ruben Cotter is not in any doubt, is he? Is no, he he? he's no.
0: he's actually named as a starting front row. Geez, I love Ruben Cotter. Oh mate. he's their like, version of cheese the yeah. way he plays. I
3: like Dearden. I would have oh, yeah. played. I would have. He like literally would have given Something his left testicle to play off. in the finals. Cut it off. Oh, that's what he said.
2: Just, even to say it. it,
3: even to say it. I know. To put With that bolt out there. cutters, cut he it off. He said, "If, if oh, I'm oh. going to miss
0: the
1: finals, oh
2: mate,
3: that oh, just Use hurt. a rusty knife. I don't care. Let me <laughs> play finals.
0: God. Yes. Well, unless I get bounced out in two games. Oh, oh I lost nut for that. Uh, oh mate, <laughs> exactly.
2: Well, boys, uh, loved it today. Look, of course, today was the passing of Queen Elizabeth II. Uh, as we said before, what, what a just a class act. And have a good week, guys. We'll speak to you next week. <laughs>